Oh, I forgot to share the audio. Don't worry. It, it played. <laughs> so it totally, it worked. We're good. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. really stressed out now. Why are you stressed out? Look, this is how I'd look as if I was bald. Oh, fuck off, man. Okay, this is what I look like if I was bald. You ready? See how I just moved my hands down? I just took my hands away from my... I've got this, like, my hair's growing back in this way to, like, I've joked about it before, but, like, if I started to grow my hair out, I have two options. My yeah. first option is the villain from Billy Madison <laughs> and uh, the guy who collects the, the, the mice in Green Mile. Those are my two oh. options. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Hey, hey, Nick. What's this? Is a special episode for kind of a reason we just found out four minutes ago. What is it? I just I have a different shirt. You have or... the, okay. We're we're sans a guy today. Oh, Tristan. Yeah, Tristan is gone. Tristan. <laughs> he said he doesn't feel well. Yeah, he said, I'm sorry, guys, I've got to pull out for today. I kind of feel like garbage, which I think is interesting that I love Tristan to death. But Tristan is the only guy who would not do something because he kind of feels a way about something. <laughs> like, he kind of feels like garbage, so he's not going to record today. Well, he doesn't like us. That, that is such a... Okay, do you want to give some context to that? What? About us always accusing Tristan of us not really being his friends? Uh, you're, you're better with it. Well, like, remember when he, I, I don't want to, I don't want to make this a shit on him cause he's not here thing, but like it, it just, it's, it's, we're not going to shit on him, but we are going to like, no, I don't want to shit on him. Like, remember when he lived with us? We're, like, we he, are, he's our friend. We are not his friend. <laughs> and, and what, what better example of that is like when, uh, when he would have like people over for movies and he wouldn't tell us that he was mm-hmm. having people over for movies, which was like, you don't have to tell us you're having people over. That's fine. But then like three months into him living with us, we found out that he was hosting movie nights and there was like a theme and it was like a whole thing at our house while we all lived together. And he never told Nick and I that he was having movie nights. So we would come home to like a house with like five or six people. And all the, like, I would say 90% of Tristan's friends were like super respectful, super nice. It was just that one guy. Remember? Yeah. Just that one dude. Yeah. So never really minded. But then like we were walking by, I guess, one of these like events that he was having. And one of his friends straight up said, oh, you're not going to watch the movie with us? And I remember you were like, well, we, weren't in, we weren't really invited we're to this. Invited. And then it became this like pile on of like all of his friends being like, so you did invite your roommates to movie night? And that's when we found out this is movie night? And then he doesn't like us. <laughs> and I remember when he did start inviting us, he would get mad at us because we didn't want to watch the movies they were watching. And then he just started using that as an excuse. You guys don't like the movies you watch anyway. And it's like, yeah, but like, it'd be nice if the dude who sleeps 12 feet from me invited me to his get together. That's happening 12 feet. The other way we sleep together. We did. Do you ever think about that? Like what? when you live with a roommate, how close you actually are to that person when you do everything how close your dicks are at all times emily god rest her soul she's not dead that's just, <laughs> I'm just saying that <laughs> um 
like we would have sex at the house and like afterwards she would be like and i'd be like what and she would have that like normal amount of guilt that she has when she has sex with me but then she'd also have that weird she's i remember one time she was just like i just feel like we're doing it in front of them and i was like what are you talking about? She goes, Nick, like Nick and Tristan are like in the living room. I'm like, yeah, they're in a different room. She goes, yeah, but the couch is like right there. And I was like, you're right. We should just start a piece of drywall. We should just start fucking in front of all of my room. <laughs> that's. I don't think that that's what she was driving at. You, it didn't come up again after I said that. She's like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I don't want to have sex with you in front of people. And I was like, well, we're not watching the same kind of pornography. Because I don't watch pornography, and she won't tell me what kind of pornography she, she watches. Your mic looks good. Dude, I, can we address the shirt situation? Can we talk about that? Since Well, yeah, but there was something I was going to say. Now I oh, forgot. No, go for it. I just can't remember what it is now. Was it the medicine you took that would make your dick not hard all day? Is that no. real? It was, no, it was just a silly oh. little joke. <laughs> just one of my spoofs. One of my goofabouts. One of your life bits of like, oh, I didn't take my no boner medicine today. Yeah. No, we can't go to the grocery store today, honey. I didn't take my no boner pills. And there's oh, no- another thing about Tristan. You know how sometimes like we'll have a wedding, and he won't show up. Is that just me, or has that happened to you as well? Uh, it hasn't happened to me, but. I would not be surprised if it did happen and he didn't come because as we stayed at the top of the show, we're not really his friends. And I think that if he had a wedding, I don't think he would invite you and I. (laughs) To be fair, most of the time that Tristan knew me, I was going through a lot. Yeah. And was not a great, great fella. Are you referencing the time you got our electricity turned off twice? (laughs) <laughs> i would put that at the bottom of the, of the list of <laughs> failures that was the only time i was seriously like in our entire friendship that was the only time i was like actually upset with you because i had to go to the tattoo shop on my day off to like charge my device shit that i would or to connect to the internet to use the uh the little handheld tablet thing i had used mm-hmm. for my old video game job so i had to like go to there in like my work shirt carrying my little goofy tablet thing in there and if that wasn't like the most just like deserving of rippings i got for an hour while i tried to connect to the fucking tattoo shop's dial-up modem i would say that it's probably reasonable for you to have been angry it's a fairly simple task well, there was a, I mean, like, are you referencing the, the like, the nine months that you just weren't in the house? Like, I, we can edit this out if you want to, but, like, are we referencing that? Uh, just lots of things. Um, I was just going through a lot. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, any, so I guess what you're saying but is. But I see two therapists now, so. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yeah. At the same time? Well, like, not at the, like, like, not in the same room, How but on two different days. How would you feel? What? If you had to talk to two people at a therapist's office at the same time. At the same time? They were like, how do you feel? How do you feel? Well, you're I stressing would, me out. Like, you know, That's how like, I you feel. Know, you know, like when you leave a room and like, you're like, those people are definitely talking about me now. Like, you, you know could, what? Go ahead. That, I don't have that anymore. 
I used to always be really paranoid about people like thinking poorly of me and mm-hmm. talking shit about me. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure why, but it's just kind of gone away. I don't, I don't think I'm like, I'm not worried anyone shit talking. Cause that's one of those things like you, what is, I heard somebody say this other day is like, what other people think of me is not my business because it's really not like, I'm really not concerned with that. I'm more concerned with like me leaving a room and then there being some kind of like uprising that I'm not aware of. And it's not really, and it's never like with people, this might sound shitty, like people. We've got to get rid of Patrick. Oh man. So it's never people like I'm in charge of. Cause I don't really care. I understand that in my years of management, it's typical for a manager to leave the room and then people to just be upset about something. Like I'm okay with that. Yeah. But like when I'm in a room of like higher ranking people, I guess, and then I leave, that's the only time I'm like, Oh fuck. I wonder how that went. Yeah, I get that. I've got a little bit of that. I just meant kind of in gen- like outside of work oh, in yeah, general. I think that's something you kind of drop in your, like that's something you get rid of. I think a lot quicker than people give it credit for. Like that's, never really something i've been concerned because i think when you're older like you have you're not into like trying to find you have a stronger sense of self right right but you're also more in control of who you're around when you're older yeah so it's almost like you would actively avoid the people you would worry about would be running their like running their mouths and shit right yeah i guess so look at us figuring it out (laughs) and then we're realizing we're talking about tristan as he's not here So go into this two therapist thing, if you don't mind, because I'm, I'm very interested in that. Uh, so I'm, I'm seeing one therapist who's like, uh, kind of his specialty is DBT. It's dialectical behavioral therapy. It's, it's all the same stuff. All, pretty much all therapy is like the same two things, same three things, just repackaged and rebranded. But anyway, um, the, the focus with that is, managing uh symptoms for lack of a better word Mm -hmm. the focus is not on fixing anything it's managing but then uh she wouldn't care if i say this trust and i are seeing a relationship counselor we figured it would be good to uh get the some of the problems that we have knocked out now in the beginning of the marriage rather than like wait 30 years and then go to a counselor when it all comes to a head. So it's a really good idea. And it's actually been really awesome and helpful. Um, do you guys drive I've learned a lot one, do you guys drive to therapy together? No, it's all online now. Okay. But before, uh, no, we would drive separately. Uh, just right after work, we'd head over. Because the appointment it, was always right after work. Do you think it would be weird to like go to therapy with your significant other and then like have like kind of like an out and like have like a, a butting of heads in the therapy session and then have to drive home together. Yeah. It would be really weird. Yeah. Emily's brought up going to see it there. I brought up going to see a therapist to Emily before. And then she was just kind of like, we should just buy boxing gloves. And then I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't hold any grudges that, that hard that I'd want to punch you. It was uncomfortable at first. It took like, probably took five or six sessions for me to get like comfortable. Um, but I, uh, is it a male or a female? Male. Male, but he kind of has a lot of like feminine energy. He wears a you crop top. I mean? Do what? He wears a crop top, sits with his legs crossed. No, he's just kind of maternal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not like, 
an aggressive dude? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not, he's, I mean, he'll, he'll call us out on stuff, but he's just very like validating. See, you're more secure than I am with that kind of stuff. Because like, I think if I was in a room with a male therapist and it was like a relationship therapist and he was telling me like all the things I should be doing, I would in a way be like, Hey man, you trying to fuck my girlfriend? Like I would be like, I would have this weird, cause like, I don't, like, I, I wish I didn't, but I kind of have this like, yo dog, when it comes to like people, like that kind of shit. Yeah. As much as I wish I didn't have, it, I know that it's stupid. Um, but like that, I think I would totally be like, yo man, are you like, is that like some shit you're trying to make me fucking look bad? Trying to look bad from a fucking girlfriend, man? Go to a woman. One go outside and fist fight. Well, then I feel ganged up on. Yeah. Like, I would know, feel uncomfortable having a conversation about, like, did you just fart? Yeah. Okay. Did would, you hear would, it? Yeah, I heard it. That's awesome. <laughs> I would feel like I'd be really uncomfortable trying to have, or I would not uncomfortable talking about sex because I don't, I'm not uncomfortable with it. But, like, I would feel like it would be really hard for me to explain to a female therapist the, the sexual urges and needs of a man without coming across as a complete prick. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it'd be hard to be like, yeah, sometimes you get a hard on it and it just doesn't go away all day. And the only way to make it go away is the touch of someone else. I could yank on it all fucking day. It's not going to go anywhere. Sometimes I need some help to get across the finish line. And then the lady would be like, oh, so you just think it's her. That's her. Go to a gay man. Say what? Go to a gay guy. Yeah, because then I could probably just get him to do it. <laughs> yeah, I could probably just be- <laughs> I could probably get him to be like, that's fine. You know, like, this is, this is part of therapy. Just gonna. I need to speak with Patrick privately. A... The visual gags don't work. We don't have someone here to tell us to stop doing Patrick's privates privately. Uh, I, are there sexual, there has to be sexual therapists like that. Oh, oh. the we, oh, how, how does this we, make you feel? How, yeah. I'd also be, a, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't want to pry, but I'm assuming. I don't it's know. Like, go to a transgender therapist. Well, we can't say that word. I don't think there's, dude. I don't know what the words are anymore. I don't know what words you can say anymore. I don't know anything. All right, I don't want to speak to. We uh, Emily and I have a friend. Her friend more than mine who is transitioning. I don't want to blow up his spot. From what to what? Uh, from a female to a male, like transitioning, and like. I want to find a tactful way to ask. So are you, are you into women? You know what I mean? Or are you in to guy? I, I just, can you, and I'm sure you can cause gender or whatever, but I would have a hard time making sense of if she was transitioning to a man and then was into men. Just ask what her sexual orientation or wait. She's F to N. So ask him what his sexual orientation is, if you're curious. I'm very curious, but I think, but it's one of those things where like- Are you bi-curious? I'm like, hey man, cause like we could do shit and like it wouldn't be like officially <laughs> gay, you know? It would just be kinda gay. And I'm already that and you were, nope, not getting into it. Cause I don't want to be like, whoa, what are you doing? Cause I just- Gay on paper, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> Gay on paper? No, we can't yeah. put that. We can't Why? do that. Can't put gay <laughs> on paper. It's the name of the episode. You're leave. You're just gonna leave the room. I'm here. Nick just got up and left the room. I'm staring at a painting. I think it's a horse. Don't it's get mad at me if it's here. not. 
Oh, okay. Is that a horse? That's a print that Trusted did of uh, the dogs. Oh, I like that frame a lot. Thanks. But it's like, uh, it's it's supposed to look like that. It's okay. some style I can't remember. <laughs> um, whatever. Hey, check this out. What is well, it? No, you know what? Never mind. This is no, an no, audio no. podcast. What were you going to show me? Uh, she's been working on a, a painting of uh, Santorini from our honeymoon. Hey, look at that. Pretty cool, huh? That's rad, man. Does she get, okay, because you're, you're married to an artist. Does she get offended when you like pick out something like, oh, I want to put this on the wall. Does she have anything like, you know, I could fucking do that, right? Does she ever get like, you know, I could fucking. Um, we have so many fucking prints. Mm-hmm. And stuff that I'm, I don't, I don't like to have too much shit up on the walls and stuff. Right. And so uh, we've never really had that conversation, but we've had a similar conversation where, or, you know, several similar conversations where I'm like, you know, I, hey, I like this. And she's like, yeah, I think we could do that. Or, you know, no, I don't, you know, I think that would be really hard for us to do or to make or whatever. Do you think it's the same kind of conversation or like if you were like a hardcore carpenter and she goes, I really like this bookcase and you're like, you fucking kidding me? This piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking was a six pieces of wood tied together? You fucking make that? This is rookie shit. That's day one shit. Yeah, look, these, aren't, these corners aren't even sanded. They got sanded Maybe, the corner. But she's like, that's just kind of her hobby, you know? Like, if you don't mind me asking, what is her profession? You don't have to, you could just text it to him if you want him to say it. No, it's fine. Um, her title is like data analyst or something but ooh, it's not really what she does you know she studied mathematics and programming right. in school and so her basically what she do you know what continuous improvement is mm-hmm. really i work in I'm, I'm a customer success manager of course i know what that is okay yeah uh so like basically like CI, but on the business side mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So like uh, she recently, like her first big project there was restructuring the, um, the pricing uh, of the company so that, that it was oh, more competitive. Yeah. So she, she completely restructured the pricing and then, um, then she launched a website and then she, um, put together uh like an automated uh state tax compliance system because each state has to have uh uh, now now uh, each state that you sell to the state has to collect taxes yeah they do you excited about this yeah what is she oh she ever talked to you about mps scores she ever talked to you about that what's that net promoter scores that's like how do you how would customers rate you oh yeah that's that a, sounds that's hot a big, that's a oh it's a big one it's a real big <laughs> one. oh when it when statistically most people sit around 30 percent, and then somehow you get your company at 51 in nine months yeah Ooh, yeah that's real, hot yeah it's real hot yeah yeah mm, yeah 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 when people are like i was gonna give you one star but i gave you three yeah and i would and I would definitely recommend you to a competitor. Yeah. Mm, put those stars in your ass. Ugh, yeah, yeah. Type it out with your dick. Yeah. <laughs> we we were going so well with an educated <laughs> conversation, and then it turned into like, yeah, won't you? Won't you fucking? 
why don't you show me your fucking cummy cum on your uh, customer rating <laughs> system? Yeah, you want to show me your butthole? How many times? Just kidding. I was going to ask about a butthole question. Okay, so if we can switch gears, if you're cool with that, sure. I have some questions that I want to ask you. Okay. Because I was I was I was thinking about these the other day. I was like, Nick would know these answers. Maybe. Okay. Well, let me just get a feeler sure. question out there. Get a feeler question out there. Uh, are you exhausted mentally, not physically, but just mentally exhausted? Yes. Okay. Drained. Yes. Okay. Me too. Good. How much of that do you attribute to, I apologize, this is too serious, to the uh, uh, pandemic? Percentage-wise, how much of that is pandemic? How much of that is uh, just personal normal shit? And how much of that is the overflow of news, whether good or bad? Seventy thirty pandemic and personal. Okay, so like no political. I don't watch the news. Okay, okay. So, all right. Next question. So you're seventy pandemic or seventy personal? Seventy pandemic. It's created a lot of extra work for me, and yeah, also like I miss being able to be around people and stuff. I'm much less of an introvert than I always thought I was. That is it. That is exactly yeah. what I was getting at. That was exactly what I was getting at. Um, because you and I have both been like, if there's lots of people, I don't want to fucking go. Yeah. Because there's people going to be there. I don't want to fucking go. Turns out it's just people I don't like. People that I think are boring, I don't like to be around. Assholes. <laughs> right? Assholes. Oh, they're just different. They value different things. But I started like running these like fictitious mental numbers based on experiences that I've had, right? Yeah. When I go to, so this is just an example. Emily and I would go to Target about once a week just to get out of the fucking house and go do something, right? We go mm-hmm. grab something to eat. And then she's like, hey, I need to pick up one or two things from Target. You go, you make your lap, it's Target. You never buy what you meant to buy. There's the joke, that kind of shit, right? Like you just, you do, like that's the thing you can do. Yeah. Out of the, the, the hundreds of times we've probably done that, there's probably only been like five or six times where we've encountered an asshole. No. Right? But now it's this thing of like, not only am I not supposed to go out, right? Because you're not supposed to be around people. Right. But when I do go out, I encounter so many more assholes. Hmm. And like. What kind of assholes? Just like, I mean, first off, you get people, dude. So Alabama is a, just a clusterfuck when it comes to handling this thing. Like it's just, it's out of control, man. It's fucking out of control. There's a popular street. Um, so this, the street here would be the equivalent of, <clears throat> what is that road that all the shit's on in Bowling Green? Scottsville. It's, it would, it's, it's equivalent to Scottsville, but it's probably like three times as long, five times as crowded, right? Uh-huh. Usually. Um, and I've just been doing this like weird observational stuff of like, if restaurants here are supposed to be at one fourth capacity, right? Uh-huh. They're supposed to be at one fourth capacity. There should never That's be. That's almost 25%. That is almost 25%. There should never be full parking lots and there should never be people standing outside. Right. Right. But every time I go down that road, every restaurant parking lots, just packed people staying outside. People like not really wearing masks. Like it's fucking crazy here. And then like, I'll go into a place to like pick up a to go order or like have them meet me at the door and hand it to me wearing a mask and people around 
will look at you and like not really like say anything to you, but like mm-hmm. will just like look at you like you're the asshole. Really? Yeah, dude. It's like I like you see all the pro like we don't have protests here. Like we don't have yeah. any like we don't have any. The stuff here isn't vocalized so much as it's just like on display. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. So like we don't have people like driving through the the town square with like Trump flags, but we do have the Trump 2020 stickers and those people aren't wearing masks. So it's like everything here when it comes to like their opinions towards certain things is very performant, performative. Mm-hmm. They're not very vocal about it. So it's not like people are like saying shit or like trying to start conflict, except for a guy at the gym, but that got handled by somebody else. Um, I guess what I'm getting at is like, trying to get back to what we're talking about because I'm going off on a tan. I don't mean to like it's, I don't necessarily need to be around a bunch of people, but just the fact that like when I go out and I'm around people, it's a more negative experience than it ever was. So now I have this weird yearn of like, I want to go somewhere and be around people who just aren't trying to show me that they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah. And it's just like, it's like I'm feeling, uh, I don't know, very like confined in like, if I went to the bookstore the other day. Yeah. Assholes. Really? Yeah. People getting shut. People, every business here has someone at the door telling people you can't come in here without a mask on. Uh-huh. And they don't start shit. They'll say they're like, whatever. And then they leave. Every fucking business. So it's just like, I don't necessarily want to go out and be around a bunch of people but I miss the days where I could go out and, and just be like, oh man, this place is, I miss the feeling of being uncomfortable in a place that was crowded, but nobody's being an asshole. Does that make any sense at all? Uh, you mean not knowing that someone was an asshole? R- r- exactly. Just not being like in a room of being like, oh fuck man, come on. Really? You got a rebel flag mask, which we joked about and now it exists. So I got to stop <laughs> doing that. Um, Same number of assholes. Just people now. Wearing, like punisher masks. Like people are, it was okay. That's a very good point. So I guess what you're saying is, it was. Oh, easy. you mean like butt rock dudes? <laughs> yeah, dudes like, are like butt rock. Yeah, dudes in like that one Led Zeppelin T-shirt with the guy back like this, with like the wings, and it's brown. <laughs> it's the only like rock shirt they have, but he wears it all the time. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I'm just I'm, I'm drained because every encounter I have here, I'm just seeing everything that I don't like about where we're at as a society. And it's like such a morale killer. Maybe that's a, a long-winded way of getting to that. It's like, it is so fucking, I mean, I can't really say it's bad here because people are going to kill at other places. But it's just so on display here. I ran errands about four hours yesterday, running errands. And in groceries and stuff like that, I don't think hey, I Bowling saw. Bowling Green's not that big. Where did you go? Huh? Where did you go? Bowling Green's not that big. Long story. Okay. I, I can go. I can go through that if you want, but <laughs> but I don't think I don't think I saw one single person that wasn't wearing their mask. Now I saw. I, I'd say about twenty percent of them were wearing it with like below their nose. Yeah. And I kept mean mugging them, and so about half of them that I mean mugged would put it back up over their nose. But man. Yeah, we really don't have a problem with it here. Dude, it's so rough here, man. It's so fucking rough. It's it's like people, people joke about you like, they don't agree with it. Say what? 
And people will tell you they don't agree with it, but they'll do it. Right. No, people here would just straight up be like, I'm not doing it. And like, they just won't go into a place if they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there was a burger place here that like straight up said, like, we're not instituting that and you're not coming in here wearing a mask. That was the stance they took is we're not wearing masks and you're not allowed to wear one in here. This anti-science thing is bizarre. To me, it's like, it's not even like an anti-science thing. It's just like, I mean, this is, I mean, I didn't intend for it to be like a heavy episode, but it's just like, everything going on now is such like confirmation bias and like weird validation of views that like i didn't know people still fucking had mm. like that's exactly what you're talking about i guess like i had no idea so many people were like science but this guy's a doctor we're gonna listen to a doctor what are you fucking crazy yeah it's it's flat out anti-science but, but i mean like also it's just like if if there was like I guess it's just interesting for me because like I'm, I'm aware of like Japanese and Asian cultures. So I've been seeing people in public with masks on forever. You know what I mean? So it's just yeah. like that kind of stuff. Like, so, Oh, we wear them now. Okay. Whatever. That's fine. Sure. Yeah. They, they, they always have it. My job whenever they're sick, right. They come in and, and wear masks. I, do you think it's like, I mean, the easy answer is like, it's my right to not have to wear one. And it's like, you're right, but you're, it's this weird like misunderstanding of like, right, your rights are to not have to wear one. But it's also the state's rights to tell you, you can't come in here. Yeah. I'm going to wear one. So I, this weird like disconnect of like self-awareness that I just don't fucking understand. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a lack of understanding. I had a conversation with our, our company lawyer the other day who we were kind of friends and he said, he said, it's, in his opinion, it's, it's a, just a huge misunderstanding, like a fundamental misunderstanding of constitutional law. Mm-hmm. People think that it, he's like, this has nothing to do with the constitution, nothing. And then he said, he heard you're supposed to change your masks. Like you change your underwear. And I quickly said, oh, so once a week. <laughs> and I said, this is Kentucky, Jim. You're forgetting. <laughs> he, he's in California. That killed. But, but I mean, like, I've got, I mean, I'll, I'll try to be vague. Like, the, the company I work for is in charge, is, is run by, it's a smaller company. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the brain trust, the people in charge, there's three of them. And they're all older, white, southern gentlemen nicest anytime i've ever had a they like thing is like they've always been extremely i'm very gracious of everything they've ever done for me they've taken a chance on my position they've always been extremely supportive they have i have nothing negative to say about them as human beings as superiors nothing so if this ever gets heard by someone at work and gets twisted i have nothing to say ill about them as humans as bosses as anything however because they're old white guys they tend to sometimes behave like old Southern white guys. And it's very interesting to me that as, as entitled, no, 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 no. No, I wouldn't say entitled, just like hesitant to take anything that may be just different into account. Old people are so fucking entitled. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking about it more along the lines. They are. The joke I made the other day is like, 
I know you guys want to come back to the office. I know they want people to be able, I know they want us to be come, to come back to the office because they like the environment. People want to be around each other. I understand that. But the comment I made is like, you guys are picking a very strange and what I would say inappropriate time to behave like old white dudes. <laughs> like it's, it's the only people, cause I had to explain, we had to do like presentations, like performance, that kind of stuff quarterly and everything, which is normal stuff. But it seemed like there was a weird theme and like trend that I picked out that the only people who are becoming huge proponents of coming back to the office are people with kids. Nobody else is trying to come back to the office. And they don't want to be around their fucking kids. And I said, (laughs) I said, uh, I shouldn't have to come to work just because you're scared of feeding your kid. (laughs) <laughs> I'm saying not scared because you're tired of feeding your kid. I was like, look, I understand that like you got to be a parent during business hours. And that's not really the most convenient thing in the world, but don't have kids. Stupid. I was like, but also I shouldn't be expected to come into work and put myself in danger because you want to send the crumb snatcher to daycare. <laughs> like I'm a firm believer. like a couple of our, we were supposed to return back. In like I'm a, I'm, I'm a firm believer that a few times our stuff got like pushed back to like October, November because our people and the lawyers and people at work found out that like people were dropping their kids off at daycare and then coming back to work. Like they would, they would wake up, work from home, take the kid to daycare, come back and work from home, pick up the kid and come back. So every day they were like taking that fucking risk. And I like my, my brain is just like, what are you talking about? Like, why would you do that to your child? Like, do you think Infection it's just a, rates are low in kids, though? But that doesn't mean they can't carry it, right? No, they can carry it, but it's the the lowest infection rate of any population. Okay, so say they believe that, but then they don't want to wear masks. So why is the how's that? I'm not saying okay? it's. I'm just, I'm just saying it's a it's a limited risk. But do you see where I'm coming from with the the, the severity is high? I wouldn't do it if I had a kid. But do you understand where I'm, I'm coming from with the whole like I wouldn't have a kid. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't want Sorry, to. I keep interrupting. No, 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 you're good. You're good. Like, are do you are you do you see where I'm coming from though with like the weird disconnect of like picking and choosing what facts to accept and what things just be like, well, that's not true. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's part of being human. But why but, is it so thing like why is it so apparent now? Or has it always been this way? And just now more people have a have a, a platform to talk about all the batshit crazy shit they're into? I think it's like kind of Lord of the Flies kind of thing. Like now we've always had this number of assholes, but now we have someone in charge who's an asshole. And so all the assholes and all the people that were fence fence riders, fence riding assholes are like yeah, well, he can be an asshole, so I can be an asshole too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just wish it was more complicated than that, but I think you just nailed it. I think it's just like but they've all been validated. It'll swing back the other way. We just have to be patient. If, as long as we don't destroy ourselves before then or become a, a communist or a dictatorship. Well, I mean, it, it, okay, here's another question because I, I, I am entrenched in – the news and I wish that I fucking wasn't like, but it's just my nature to like, want to know what's going on. Um, are you at all afraid that should this go the way we hope it goes in November, that the, there'll be some kind of weird retaliation? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I think it'll be mild, but I think, I think I, I see two things going on. I think I see, I see some things that are reminiscent of what happens right before a, before a, a dictator takes over. Mm-hmm. And I also see some things that happen right before communism starts to take over. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because like, like the, the far left and the far right are both uh, pretty out of control right now. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like they're both oh, swinging from the crazy tree, right? Like they're both like hanging out and just like saying batshit crazy shit. It's just that one side is it's it's age i'm noticing most is like the 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 age and race obviously is like the most like the biggest divider between those two points of view right like am i reading that right age and what race age and race yeah like i don't see a lot of i don't see a lot of uh um, uh, people of color having crazy right-wing beliefs uh we had a uh african-american second amendment march in Bowling Green recently. I am so down for that. Have you seen the new <laughs> Chappelle special? Uh-uh. Okay. That's like one of his like closing jokes is like, you want gun reform? Go buy, black people need to go buy guns. If you want them to change the rules on what you're allowed to carry, black people need to go buy all the same shit white people are buying. Because if yeah. you think that's not going to make them change the laws, and I never, ever thought about that. But then I saw those, those marches of those, um, like the, the, I guess the African-American group of protesters who were carrying like AR-15s and shit Uh and just like walking around. And I'm just kind of like, I mean, it is, here's the thing is like, that shouldn't be a shocking sight because that's what's a lot. That's, that's the law. You're allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. But to see that, I was just kind of like, Oh, I bet that scares the fuck out of white people who have the exact same gear on. Oh yeah. No doubt. You know what I mean? So like, No, I love that. I love that that happened. That's awesome. That should happen. It would <laughs> never fucking happen here. But uh, <laughs> like, I watched a I watched a protest go go terrible in real time from Emily's living room. Really? Yeah the uh, the local news had like a live feed of the protest that happened in Huntsville a couple of days after the whole Floyd thing, uh, the George Floyd thing, and uh, we watched about an hour and a half of people like you know chanting and like talking to people and like holding up signs and like marching up in the street, like being very organized, very organized and very seriously, 100% peaceful. Um, and then at like seven fifty-eight, two minutes before the um, curfew kicked in, like they switched feeds and they had a, a line of armed fucking like cops, like to the knot, like just all the shit, all the riot gear, all the shit standing in a straight line across the street, blocking one area. So you couldn't leave that way. Interesting thing about those people um, I know they were all staying next to this like fence area and that fence comes up to about my waist. It came up to uh, the majority of those people standing in that line. It went up to about their neck. So none of these riot cops were like at all big and imposing, but they had all this fucking gear, all this shit, all these guns. Like, and the newsfeed just focused in on the, that, like that, those people. And then you hear dunk, dunk, dunk. And you see like smoke come into the, the feed and the camera ah. quickly turns down the street. And there is a line of people dressed in similar gear walking down another street and like force and then coming down. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you know that tear gas is banned? Yep. 
Oh, the Geneva Convention? Or, yeah. Yeah. That you can, a nation can use it on its own people. Mm-hmm. Now it's banned because it's flammable, which it's not like it's, it's, it's not like it's banned because of any kind of long-term side effects. Well, or if something. you're pregnant and you get it, you can fuck you. Oh, talking. really? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the argument is if you're pregnant, you should be to protest, but also if it's a piece of protest, you shouldn't be shooting stuff at your own people. Like that's the, that's that, that's the argument that I'm always hearing is when yeah. you're pregnant, don't go to protest. Like I shouldn't go to a protest in fear that you're going to shoot at me. That's what caused the explosion in Waco. You know, with the oh, branch that's of the right. Yeah. Was, was the tear gas. That, that's why it's banned is because it's flammable. Well, what's crazy to me is like they started shooting this and then they started like the two, the cops coming down from opposite side of the street started to like corral all the, the protesters down this one street. And then you look down the, the end of the street, they're crowding them for, and there's cops moving this way. So it's yeah. like, and they got to watch these people like straight up get like, like it, dude, it's so like, it's, it was so crazy. Like, yeah. People I getting, all the time to become a Unitarian people like corralling. And then like, you see like people getting shot with rubber bullets and it's like three blocks from Emily's house. And we're just like, they weren't doing anything. Yeah. I do. I don't like watching it. That's why I don't watch the news. It bums me out. We we watched it because we could. We watched it because it was it was very close to where we were, and it was one of those we're just kind of like I was Emily. Like she didn't want to admit it, but she's like, "This isn't that far from where I live." So like, if this goes sideways, this could end up possibly in the neighborhood. Um, I mean, she wasn't going to vocalize that, and I don't know if she'd admit to that, but like that's why we watched it because she was like, "I want to know." She was. I feel like I should inform this is the town I live in. Uh, this is something we both very much believe in, but she was also, I think there was a little bit of hesitation of like, this isn't far from our, from like her front door. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's like a civil war is coming or something. I would, I mean, the, you could say it's never not been here, right? Like, no, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. It's just like, it, it but it, we have a, we have a leader quote unquote, who's stoking the flames and, uh, and, and that's what's causing people are simple. I mean, there are, you know, as, like Joe Rogan says, some, some people are tall, some people are short, some people mm-hmm. are fat and some people have nine volt brains. <laughs> and it's not their fault. It's not anything they did wrong. That's just how they were born. And see, that's and, what I run into here. Cause like, I'll hear people say shit and I'm just kind of like, okay, you're, you're saying that thing because I don't think you genuinely know any better. But then part of me is also like, and I, but I also think that if someone were to show you something, you're so steeped in that, that there's nothing I could do or no conversation we could have or any evidence I could present that is going to make you change your point of view that is based on nothing because it's like for you to change. Right, right. And it's like, I, I feel like some people here feel like if they have to change their mind, it's admitting defeat instead of learning. Yeah. And I can't. I mean, I mean, I don't want to like put myself in the position, but like I used to be anti-religion, super fucking hard, real fucking hard. Yeah. Same here. And then as I've gotten older, I've just kind of been like, okay, um, there are good people who go to church every Sunday. I, I talk to people who are, who go to church every Sunday. One of my, a lot of my best friends yourself included are, are people who go and worship somewhere. So I was just kind of like, Okay, yeah, there there are people who use it for good and there are people who use it for bad. And I think that was just growing up and like it was almost like a night and day thing of like woke up one day and was like, you know what? I really don't understand why I have so much beef with people who worship and not just the institutions themselves. That's what I'm upset with. Not the not the individuals, but the institution. And I can't that's not fair. I can't be, you know what I mean? Like I can't be mm. 
I can't be mad at the government and then assume that every politi- every politician's a dickhead. Like I can't do that. Right. Because there's no, the government's not like a robot, you know, like right. that Louis, uh, black thing robots, not a government. The government's not a robot just going around and doing shit. It's a bunch <laughs> of people making decisions, you know? Here's a, here's a weird thought exercise. I, I was reading about this and I didn't read the article cause it made me sad. Um, so it was just a headline guilty as charged. Uh, what, what do you, th- okay, this is, I don't even want to put it out there, but like, it's, it's an interesting thought exercise. Maybe. Um, what do you think would be easier Four more years of just getting through this and it never being able to happen again, or four years of us trying to fix it and then homeboy coming back and us doing this again. I mean, here's the thing is like, I absolutely under no circumstances want this to continue for another four years, mm. but, and this is just a thought exercise. This isn't me putting out in the universe and some kind of weird chaos magic thing. This is me just straight <laughs> up being like, because we always joke, and this is something, maybe not we, but I always joke that a president in their first term spend, spends 18 months trying to undo what the last guy did, mm-hmm. 18 months doing whatever, the trying to push their own shit, and then a year trying to get reelected. In their first term. Nothing, I mean, they're, they're st- historically, this one not included. I mean, we could say that about the, the Bush administration, say about the Obama administration, right? Is like, like, you know what I mean? Like the second, the second term is when shit really starts. You start reaping what you've sown. That is very scary this time because the first, like the first, the first, like whatever it was of his term and presidency, it was straight up like, we got to keep foreigners out. And that didn't work because yeah. people were like, what are you fucking talking about? Like it does, it doesn't work. So we had to change it to like, okay, I got to go after people who look like those people, but they're already here, AKA people of color. Ice. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a whole other thing that I got into an argument with someone about who was like going off and on about like all this racial issues. And I'm just kind of like, right. But you didn't say shit. And we're putting people in uh, concentration camps uh, 90 miles from here. So it's just like, pick, you don't get to pick and choose. You, know, you do get to pick and choose. I mean, that's mm. the beauty of a democracy or whatever. But you know how we always joke about be offended by all of it or be offended by none of it. But no, to get back to what I asked you. So what do you think is, what do you, long-term, long-term for the. Long-term, I'd say just burn it out and do the additional four years. But I can't handle it, man. I, that's, and that's exactly what I was saying is like, because it comes down to like, okay, cool. If we just 24, oh, what is it? 48 more months of this. But what's the cost? Like life-wise, and I mean like life-wise is in like human lives, quality okay. of life, where are we at with the rest of the fucking world? Where are we at as a, an American society? Is there even a semblance of that? And in that four years, could he do something? Could something get ha- something happen that jeopardizes our ability to continue as we should? If I agreed with 100% of everything that he that he did politically, I would still say he's been the worst president in history because he, he's so despicable mm-hmm. and so classless mm-hmm. and, and reflects so poorly on us as a country. And it's, it's really embarrassing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the, like the, the great experiment, the, the, the risk 
that our founding fathers took to put this together, something no one had done before. And, uh, and what he's doing to it, it's just, it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's, 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 it's such a perversion. Of- to quote the, uh, an incredible band I think you should listen to called Drug Church, to quote this band, God put his thumb in the Petri dish right now. Like, if this is a great experiment, somebody just went. That's funny. Like, you've, you've, you can't, the sample's compromised, right? Like, because I haven't brought this up to Emily because she won't talk about this kind of stuff because she's just, because she works with people who are directly affected by the, the policies that have happened. Like, she has people who work at her company who are part of, like, certain programs that if they go away, they probably have to leave the country even though they have jobs and they've went to school here, like, so like the dreamer doc of that kind of stuff, they have people or company who've benefited from that, who, that if he gets rid of that shit, they got like 90 days to either get married or leave. You know what I mean? Um, And I I only say that because like, that was the rough understanding of that situation. If I'm wrong, I apologize. Um, But like, like I've been, I've been thinking about that a lot lately of like, people like, Oh, we can't do four more years of this. I'm like, you're right. We can't. I, I really, I don't want us to, but what happens if we get four years of a new dude and it doesn't work and then this dude comes back? I think he'll be, I, I don't think he'll be either. He won't be around or I don't think he'll be capable of being an Right. I mean, four years is a long time. He's, I mean, he's four years 70 is, something now. Right. And I mean, there is that right. But like, yeah. cause I, I haven't there talked are more. Him. There are more of him. And that's my thing. It's like, yes. And how many people who are already here, who are already around can piggyback off what he's put in place? Yeah. There's not just one evil person. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, you see that dude from Florida, you see, I mean, you got this Tucker Carlson dude, you got these people telling that they wish that dude who shot those, that 17 year old kid who shot those people should run for office. It's like, uh, it's dude, it's just, and and I think it's, this is why I don't watch the news or talk about it. I know, it. I know, man. And I'm sorry. Like, I know this, like, I know this isn't funny to anybody, but it's just like, I, I'm looking at our, like our feed of the people who follow us on Twitter, you know what I mean? And that kind of stuff. And, like people I know who listen to the show. Like the reason I'm talking about this is because like, these are the conversations that are going on. Right. And like, I know that we're supposed to like be a distraction from that, but it's just like, I can't, I, I, for some reason, like I'm not, I just can't get distracted from this shit. Like, it's just, it's fucking everywhere. It's in my personal life. It's in my for better, for worse, like my, my news feeds, like it's on the shit that like I'm hearing people talk about. It's in conversations at work that I wish I wasn't involved in, that I don't involve myself in because I'm just in the rooms. Like it's, oh, I'm just so people fucking exhausted. People usually assume I am whatever they are. Right. Uh, and so I don't have to talk about politics and stuff very often. I also work with a lot of engineers mm-hmm. and they're not interested in convincing anyone of their political beliefs or opinions generally. Right. I don't know why it's, it's interesting, but they, they usually, they have very strong opinions uh, one way or the other, but they generally aren't, aren't interested in sharing them Mm -hmm. because they're autistic. (laughs) Maybe it's because of my autism. I'm like, no, 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 hear me out. Please listen to me. Okay, here's, here's, here was my other question, all right? Here's my other question, and it was a, and these aren't necessarily questions about, like, to you, but, like, just things that I'm, like, Nick would have, I'm interested in Nick's opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, you have, a, you're very, very good at, like, I get, to, I, I go to the forest for the trees, what is it? I get lost in the forest for the trees, 
whatever. Like sometimes I lose sight of the big picture. Yeah. Um, and you've always been really good about being like, no, no, here's, here's, here's why people think that way. And I, I have a harder time with that, especially when evidence is presented to the contrary. Right. Yeah. So I'm sorry, dude. I'm so sorry that you have to do this with me this morning. No, that's okay. fine. So the, the <laughs> fuck man. It's like, you see all these, like these, this footage that people are posting and then they're saying, and like they, I mean the president and his Republican, whatever it was national convention where, where they were showing footage which, by the way, he did his Republican National Convention from the White House lawn, which may or may not be against the law, because uh, who knows. Um, they posted all this, they showed all this footage that, of things that were happening now, things that are occurring right now. Mm-hmm. But then the messaging was, this is what America will be like if, if, if I leave. But it's footage from stuff that's happening right now. And yet... <laughs> And, and his base is still like, you're right. It is going to be like that. If you leave, you probably shouldn't leave, but it's not like he found a time machine and a camera hit 88 miles an hour and made a kid on a skateboard videotape this shit and then come back. You know what I mean? Like this is stuff that like, this is footage from like three, three days ago. How can that be an observation from the future? I don't, it's almost as if I have to think that these people are either, they, they have no self-awareness. They have no awareness of the, of the situation or they think time travel is real and Donald Trump's cracked it. Like it's, I can't. It's an ideology. It, it doesn't matter what he say, what he say, what he says, or if there's logic to it. That's not the important part. You know, it's the, the important part is how they feel about it. Their feely feelings. And uh, they, they're not interested in, in, in facts. You know what I mean? They just want validation in what they were afraid, what they don't want to say out loud. Yeah. That's so scary though, man. Like that is so fucking, like I can't. Well, that's the way it's always been and will always be. Uh, it's just that, it's just that with this particular thing, the stakes are high, you know, you know what I mean? Like that's, it's human nature to, to kind of pick a team, pick an ideology and then just go with it. But now it's a high stakes game and these people, they're not, they're not thinking it through. They, they're, they're not thinking they're feeling. Like we so, have, we have a country of soft, the people that are in charge and people fear, that right? old white like men all run on fear. They're soft. Their parents were in world war two and, and you know, they're, they're soft people. Not all of them. There, there are some, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And and they they lack critical thinking skills because it wasn't taught to them. It's not a personal attack. It's just the con- right. in my opinion, this is just the the condition that we're in. We've got soft people in charge, and they start doing shit like this, Lord of the Flies, and nobody's got the balls to stand up and say, "Hey, you know, you you can't do that," or at least not enough of them are willing. Right. Like I was, like I was trying to, uh, like, uh, so. We got soft leaders. There was a, there was a conversation going on where, you know, that like, have you seen the footage? I mean, I, I hate that I saw the footage. I really, I don't like watching this kind of shit, but it's almost like I couldn't take my eyes away. Um, of that 17 year old kid walking down the street with the, with the machine, with the AR-15 gun. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Are you familiar with the story at all? Mm-mm. Okay. So there was a, there was a, and again, if I get the facts wrong, I apologize. This is just a lot going on. So 
in Kenosha, Wisconsin, there was a, uh, was a protest going on and two people were shot by a 17 year old kid with an assault rifle. And he was, he was trying to get, he was leaving that area where he had shot those people and killed them and was walking away. And, and people were going after people were chasing him being like, he's the shooter. He's the shooter. Um, and he gets he knocked shot down. People? He shot two. He killed two people. Why? The seventeen-year-old kid, because he was protect. This is a whole thing for me. He's not from the area. He drove in from it. He got dropped off in Illinois. Like there's the story still unfolding. But what we do know about him is he shot two people, killed them, and was leaving that was leaving that area. Like get like like for the lack of a better word, fleeing the scene. And as he was fleeing the scene, people started realizing, oh my god, that's that kid. That's that person who killed these people. So people start going. People start chasing him down the street. He gets tackled or whatever. Um, and then he gets tackled. He turns around and he shoots a guy in the arm. And then people disperse. But this is, and this is all on camera, dude. It's so fucking nuts. And he's, and he's like, people disperse and they're screaming. The cops and they see cops down the street are coming up in these armored vehicles and cop cars. They're coming right down the street. This kid's walking down. Mm-hmm. And they're all screaming. People of all different color, people of all different ilks are screaming. He's the shooter. He's the shooter. The kid puts his hands up and is walking toward this armored vehicle. And the armored vehicle starts telling him to get out of the way, starts telling him to move aside. Okay. So then he walks up to these vehicles, he has his hands up in the air. And it's almost as, and in this, I don't know the, I don't know the mentality. I don't know what was going on, but it looked like he was trying to turn himself in. Maybe not, but just like, or holding his hands up to show that he wasn't a threat to the cops. That's what, that's what I think it was, is he was like, hey, yo, just so we're cool, I'm good, I'm with you guys, right? Had that person been of color, any color besides white? He would have been dead and it wouldn't be on the news. Exactly. And, and to me, it's just kind of like, this was like, I've, I've been seeing all the, you know, this is what happens when a white person does it, happens when a black person does it. This is a white person. Like, just like this to me, I was like, there's no more examples. This should be the end all be all for anyone who's kind of on the fence or doesn't understand that the people get treated differently. Then you just watch that kid shoot somebody and you watch a bunch of cops just walk by. Like there's the, I don't understand how anyone could not get this situation after seeing that footage. And there's still people who are just kind of like, well, he was, de- he was defending a business and people were going to loot and, and get that business. So he defended them. And it's just kind of like, you can't be fucking serious. He's 17 years old. He shouldn't have a gun. So let's just break down the rules right there. He shouldn't have that gun. But after doing research, there's no gun laws in Illinois on assault rifles. You got to be 21 to own a handgun, but no laws on assault, on assault rifles. If I'm wrong, let me know. But none of the research I did indicated that. Like, I, it, I just don't get it, man. I don't, I don't get how people don't understand the shit that's happening and the importance of it and can't put aside whatever they've been told to kind of go, Oh, maybe that was, Oh fuck. Maybe I'm wrong. It's the double down. It's the, not not the sandwich. Oh, fucking boy can dream. (sighs) Yeah. Because it's emotional and, and because you, you, you can't truly be, kind unless you know that you can be cruel okay you know what i mean absolutely um, unless you have accepted your capacity for evil you can't be you can't really be kind you're just kind of a pussy 
You're just being, you're being, uh, you're being, uh, you're letting people walk all over you instead of having the, the intentions of I'm doing this because this is a kind thing to do. Uh, what you're saying is people who are, who don't. Could be bad, but I choose not to be. Right. Because so you're saying I know I can be bad. I know I've been terrible. And, so and you understand I, the levity of what you're doing and why you're doing it. You're not yeah. just doing it in fear of retaliation. You're doing it as an, as a, as a, no, this is a gesture of me being kind to you. I'm not doing this because I'm scared something bad's going to happen. Yeah. And this, I could be totally wrong, but my, my opinion is, is that we have a country full of people who are, you have two groups. You have a group of people who are exploring their shadow selves and that evil part of themselves. Mm -hmm. And you have a group of people that are unfamiliar with it and they're scared. Mm -hmm. And And like I said, I mean, we, it's, it's both sides. We just got a country full of soft people. And I think that that's, I think that's a big reason. It's like, it's like watching children play on a playground. This is, if you listen to the, if you listen to these people talk, they talk like kids, they talk like children. It seems like you see the 15 minute interview that he did. Gravity of the situation. They don't understand how serious these consequences are because it's like playtime for them because they're exploring these things. And I, I think. Have you seen the, the, I mean, you probably haven't cause you said you don't watch this stuff, but there's a 15 minute axiom interview where a guy interviews the president for 15 straight minutes. And I've watched it two or three times. The, I tried kind to of like, talk to him guy. Uh, British guy kind of sounding. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Watch that, okay. So, and I've watched it a few times because the first time I watched it, I was like, oh my God. But the second time I watched it, I was like, I want to see if there's any cuts to where they could have like tilted this. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I mean, there are cuts that are made. There's camera to camera and where the audio keeps going. So there are, there are edit points there to where like, you know, all news has an agenda. I understand that. But there was no way to have edited that to change the tone of what the guy, what he was saying. And, and like, it's exactly what you said. It's like, he sounded like a child. And like, mm -hmm. I was talking to Emily about it. And I was like, it's almost like, it's like, it's like the kid, it's like it's, so you want to break it down like how, how I would try to argue my way out of shit as a child. Right. It's like, mm -hmm. Patrick, you got a D in math. So like, yeah, but I got like three A's. Right. It's like, right. But that A in English, that A in science, that A in gym, isn't going to keep you from having to take math again next year. It's not the conversation we're having. Right. Your camera locked up. You're still there? No, you're good again. You're good. Yeah. yeah. And I kept like watching. I was like, oh, he, oh, fuck. He's not a grown up person. Like that was the yeah. most telling thing. I was like, oh, you, oh my God. Like you, you don't have the capacity to have a conversation with people. Yeah. It's like children playing with guns. I went back and listened to the episode that we recorded four years ago where we were mm. joking about how this was going to happen. <laughs> um, and that hurt my heart. Cause it also made me realize like, I got to stop joking about shit or I need to start joking about how I found a million dollars in a bag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. we joked about like, he's the Batman president, right? Like he's not the one we want. He's the one we deserve. Um, and I take that back now. Cause I don't think anyone deserves what has been happening like, these last four years. But like we joked about like, we don't think he knows what this job is. We don't know that he doesn't, that he's not going to walk into the Oval Office and not see a throne. Like he doesn't know how this works. No, he, he does it all the time. He tries to do stuff and they have to tell him you can't do that. Are you blown away? Like, you know, when they sit in those rooms, right? The, the, they do like the, the, the 
the month, the daily meetings with people, reporters come in and ask him questions. Mm-hmm. How come nobody's ever asked him, what is it you think, what is it that the president does? What is it you think you do here? Or that, that blonde lady, and I don't want to get, and I don't mean that to be disparaging. I just don't know her name. How come no one's ever asked her, what's it like to get up here every day and talk to a group of people who don't take you seriously? <laughs> like, where's the, where are the reporters with balls or, or strong vaginas? Like, I don't understand why at this point yeah. in, this, in this whole thing, people aren't just straight up being like, yo, man, that's a straight up fucking lie. Or you're lying. You're not telling the truth. Yeah. You can flip through your book and pull your notes out all you want and have like, and, and keep changing the topic. We asked you a very direct question. Why won't you answer that question? Yeah, I, think I don't understand what I just said. I, I just, and I'm not well, saying like I'm above it or I'm such a tough guy or something, but I, that's what I see happening. And that's why this is so hard for me. Cause it's kind of like, it's like, I obviously I have a very strong point of view about this. I don't think anyone's questioning what it is, but I'm also just kind of like, I don't, I don't, it, it's so one thing or the other. So like you look at one network and it's just going, this is this, this, this is so bad. And the other side of the network is like, is like, then there's this thing. There's no, like, it, it's hard because I feel like everybody has an agenda and they're so far apart that like both of them. Sell. I know, I know, I know, I know. Moderate. I mean, that's a very good point. I mean, you put it there like moderacy doesn't sell. No one wants to go like, yeah, uh, this week, this and this happened, but like this good thing happened. Like no one wants to focus on that. It's like, yo, look how bad it is. If it bleeds, it leads. <sighs> Fucking A, man. Like I'm just so like exhausted. Exhausted. Like, it's exhausting. It's draining. I mean, we got fucking, like I'm just waiting for the rain of frogs. <laughs> I'm waiting for the frog rain, man. There, there is a way out. There are many ways out. Uh, the scary part is not knowing what it'll be. We'll, we'll get there. Do you this think will this end is eventually. Do you think this is the bad, the worst it's going to get? Mm, no. No, I don't. I hope it is. Do you want my, do you want my electoral conspiracy? <laughs> sure. Okay. This is, this is what I want to get into. I wanted to ask you if you could explain QAnon to me, but I don't, I don't know that you're... I fair. don't know anything about okay, it. Okay, good. That's fine. Um, I would say that it's a fake conspiracy thing, but then that would somewhat add... Le- that would make me believe that I think most conspiracies are legitimate, and I don't want to phrase it like that. But like... All right, so here's my... Here's my this goes back a while. Um, I said a few months ago that people should, be well, people should be paying attention to them wanting to get rid of the United States Postal Service. That people should be paying attention... And this was like... I'm on record six months ago saying this shit. Like this should be something people should be concerned with. Um, and, and I said, because that's how a large purport, that is how a large portion of the population votes. And a large reason, a, one of the, the main reason that people do not vote is because it's complicated, not hard to do. Right. But oh, I got to get off work. My job doesn't let me off. If I got if I go after work, I got to go pick up the kids. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's why yeah. most people who the people who are on the, the people who are not going to vote, if you make it harder for them, they're not going to go. Mm-hmm. So if you take away the option for a mail-in ballot, people are just not going to vote. There are going to be a, there's going to be a significant portion of the population who's not going to vote. Um, that happened. They've, they, they tried that. And they've said that, Oh, we're not going to collect any more uh, postal boxes. 
um, we're not going to take apart any more machines, but I'm just kind of like, well, that's because you've already done the research and the numbers to figure out how many you need to remove to displace people. That's already a thing. You've already done that. That's why you're not going to remove any more because you've already done what you needed to do. Is it getting shut down? The, they said they're like, he came, the guy who's in charge of the postals, whatever came through and said, they're not removing any more postal boxes, but he also never said they're putting them back. They did the research. He's, he claims that there's research that those boxes were never used. And I was like, of course, that's what they're going to say. Because uh, why would, why, why would those boxes? I've never, I've never fucking put anything in one of those, but I'm also always lived in places where I could, or I had the ability to go somewhere else to do that. I understand that not everybody has that ability. Right. Yeah. Um, well, so here's, what I struggle with this one because I'm for eliminating the postal service. I'm for privatizing anything that the government is doing. I am, I am not okay with the motivation behind and that's, that's my thing is like, is, is that's where I'm at with this is like, if this wasn't an election year, I would be more open to have that conversation. Yeah. But where it starts to get even more dark and crazy is that they went ahead and not only that they pick up those blue boxes, they started dismantling mail sorting envelope machines, dismantling. Now all the pictures and videos I've seen of those machines is they're not dismantled. They're straight up fucking stripped, meaning they are taken apart and the wires are cut and shit's just yanked out of there. And the, what came out is that they're going to put those back together when they can. Here's the thing about those machines. Those are machines. Those are going to require what are the, machines, dude? The, the envelope mail sorting machines. I'm not necessarily, they, they sort envelopes. So now that has to be done by, they're doing that by hand, which is slowing mm. down mail delivery and everything, like slowing down mail delivery and all that kind of stuff. Um, IE ballots, that kind of shit. Um, so like, oh, we're going to put, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to put those back together. Okay, cool. Well, you're going to have to hire people to do that. You're going to hire electricians. You're going to hire like specialists come in and do it because those are machines. Those aren't just the dude who sorts the mail or drives the, puts it on the truck, doesn't know how to put that back together. Right. You're going to hire people. But you said that you guys don't have any fucking money. So how are you going to hire people to come put that shit back together for you? So they're not going to. So they're just not going to, right? Yeah. But we will when we can. You, but you don't have the money to do that. Um, so that, that was my whole thought on like that. But what gets even scarier to me is... So now people are going to be forced to go and vote in person. Okay. But we have a pandemic. So people who were worried about that kind of shit are just probably not going to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you've, now you found two ways to displace people on the fence. Um, the, the people uh, who don't the, because it's become polarized. Yeah, you're right. The, mm-hmm. the people that are scared about it, who tend to be on the left are not going to go out and vote because they don't want to be in the public places. Wow. But also you have the people who are just going to be like, well, voting doesn't matter. So now my excuse is I'm not going to vote because it doesn't matter. I'm not going to vote because I don't want to get COVID. You know what I mean? Like you're giving people outs, you're giving people who don't want to participate an out. Um, and then what gets even scarier to me is you mentioned privatization that can work, but where I find it troublesome um, is now we're going to be forced to walk up to a computer and do it that way. One company makes all the voting machines and collects all the data from them. One company. Mm -hmm. So that means there's one point of contact. There's one point of attack. There's one throat to choke, right? Right. Me, 
that is so fucking scary. So fucking scary. I don't know that there's a real safe way of doing it. Because no. what is it now? It's like old people counting them, right? We joked about that, remember? Like, and remember when I was in Bowling Green, the first time I voted, I had to go to three different places because mm. the old people couldn't find my name. And I ended up having to go back to the first place I was because she didn't believe that I was Patrick last name because on the paperwork, it said Patrick middle name, last name. And I had yeah. to be like, that's me. Like, look at the, look at the address, the date of birth. Everything else matches up. So that has one extra name on it. Like your driver's license doesn't have that. And I was like, but the initial is there. Are we really having this conversation? And I remember her being like, so you think you're the only Patrick blank blank. And I was like, given yeah. that middle blank. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking there is no question. So then they sent me to two other places. It turns out I had to go back to the first place. Okay. I did that because I wanted to vote. I don't think that anyone who's on their fucking lunch break to go vote is going to fucking put up with, is going to do that. No. Uh, I'm trying to be Carlin about this. I'm trying to be the, it's all bullshit and it's all bad for you, but I'm just so like, it's so fucked. It's all so fucked. It's really crazy. And I don't know of a way to unfuck it. It's just going to have to work your, itself you out. Take your dick out of the mashed potatoes and then eat the mashed potatoes. <laughs> I always say that. That's what my mom always said. <laughs> like, once it's in there, it's been fucked. Like, what do I do, Nick? How do I get out of it? Because I want to be, I want to be informed, right? Like I want to be able to go yeah. in and like make an informed decision. I mean, my decision's already fucking made for me. Like I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm voting for the dead guy. <laughs> Didn't that happen one time when that guy won? I think it's happened somewhere before. I know places have voted for dogs. Well, we joked about it, but like in uh, Bowling Green, I voted for the president and I didn't know anyone else. So I voted for, I wrote in Batman villains. <laughs> I did that. It was stupid. I should have done it. It was a dumb thing to do as a, as a person in my mid twenties. But I was just like, "Isn't this funny? I'm edgy. Yeah, I want Captain Blowjob to be the comptroller. Yeah, like fucking stupid shit. Doctor Farts for me. Like, <laughs> what? Have you heard Edge Lord? Oh yeah, I'm familiar with that whole concept. That's funny. Yeah, dude. I'm just, I'm just like, I didn't mean to make the show like this today, but I'm just like, I'm so fucking just like. Let's talk about something funny. How many comes can you jizz in a sperm? How much have I, what's the most I've ever jacked off in a day? Is that what you're getting at? What's the most farts you've ever cummed in a jizz? Oh, dude, I, okay. I brought that conversation up to Emily. What? Okay, let's give some backstory on that. You, you do the backstory on this conversation, on the fart versus, would you rather, three weeks in a row we're doing this would you rather oh no 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 i was just uh, i was just being goofy i was just saying uh, naming dirty words well no i asked emily would she rather fart come uh-huh. or every time she comes it, it farts it smells like farts uh-huh. and she also picked what you fucking jerk offs picked <laughs> and i was just like you're insane you are insane and she goes, what do you mean? And I was like, it's, I guess it's easier for a woman. Lady writers, womenists, please let us know. I think that it would be easier for a woman to have an orgasm that smelled like a fart. We'd be okay with that. Guys are going to be more accepting of that, right? Yeah. Right. 
women are not going to be accepting of every time a guy makes a uh, makes a good time owie that it smells like <laughs> fucking shit. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, <laughs> there's no fucking way. And then she picked the, she said, you'd rather fart come. And I was like, I'm always spray farting. <laughs> and I didn't get laid that day because I think <laughs> I was thinking about that when I was trying to be like romantic with her. Here's a question, Nick. Yeah. You, you're married. Mm-hmm. Tell me to fuck off if this is too much of a question. Do you have to be romantic and do you make an effort to when it comes to lovemaking? Like to initiate it. Say again? So if you're trying to initiate, say uh-huh. you've got a fucking denim touching, cock rocking hard on, right? Like the head of your pip hip is just touching on that zip zip, right? Poking out of my weekend shirt. Yeah, yeah. And like you're trying to be like, yeah, that's what the, you had to unbutton the last one so your dick could get through. Or you were funny and you put your dick through the last button. Like you do your zipper. Like say, <laughs> say you've got a, 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 a yearning for loins. Okay. And you want to initiate romance with your lady. Mm-hmm. Do you do it like in a romantic way or is it just kind of like an instinctual like, oh, need to make, need to make. And then you like suggest it. Uh, I do a little of both. Sometimes it's just like, hey, you want to? And then sometimes... <laughs> Do you want to you get know, your like, ticket punch to Oaktown? Do you want to get on the train? <laughs> Seriously. But then sometimes, yeah, sometimes I'll like, I'll, I'll put on the moves. I'll be smooth. I feel, and this is me admitting this, that I am incapable <laughs> of, of doing that. That I am incapable at of this point smooth. in my life of being smooth because we've been together so long that if I were to do what I think guys do when they're trying to be coy, like they climb up behind the lady, climb, they get behind the lady. <laughs> I just got a really funny visual of you like climbing up Tressa's legs and like you're taller than her by like a substantial amount. So I had this funny visual of like you on her shoulders, like, but instead of like, you're, you're, you're hunched over, like you're picking bugs out of her hair, but you're really like kissing on her, like kissing on top of her head. I, I don't, I feel like if I were to try to like put my hands on Emily's hips and like, Give her little kisses on the neck and maybe be like, hey, how's it going? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that she would just be like, what are you fucking doing? Like, I don't I don't know of any moves. Like I'm I'm this close from like pulling up a cosmo from like when I was in the eighth grade and being like, what <laughs> makes them wet and like trying to figure it out. Because I'm at the point, I think we're at the point now where like Emily, I put was, a finger in your own butt. That's she's what guilty of this too. She's like, hey, do you want to have sex before you leave? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I guess we could do that. You know what I mean? And then it's just like established. There's no like, there's no like her coming in and being like, so you think about rocking this crotch out? You're thinking about. Do you say thank you? Afterward? Yeah. Every time. Why wouldn't I? I read your book. Fuck off. No, you didn't. And it's not a book, but thank you for that. Don't, don't, don't make this a thing. I didn't bring that up for that. Don't, that's not what Uh, I was getting at. Can we talk about it? Uh, I don't like talking about myself like this, but yeah, we can if you want to. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That means yeah. a lot coming from my friends. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's actually, it's really funny. Thank you. And good. Thank you. 
I, I really appreciate that. I need to send you the uh, near final draft of the other thing I'm working on so that you can tell me that you're okay with it because it might be about a thing that I've never admitted to doing, but you know about. <laughs> I think you know what I'm talking about. You have to give me a little more detail. Uh, you, you light it. You put, a, you put a lighter to it. It's got a wick in it. Oh my God, if you don't know about this, I'm going to feel like a real fucking asshole when I send you this thing. Cole and Brandon were involved. You asked me about it one day and I didn't address it. I don't remember. Okay. It's a, a, can, a story about a very special kind of candle. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? What are you doing? That one? No. Oh. Like a poop candle. What was that? I don't remember. Okay, I'm gonna send it to you when I'm finished and then I need you to just tell me if this is okay. If not, I'll change the names. But uh, like, I just need you to tell me if it's okay. No, but uh, yeah, so thank you very much for saying that. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, the response has been really cool. It's been motivating. So thank you to everybody who's who's checked it out. I really appreciate it. I'm yeah, it's awesome. Furious. It's a coming of age tale. Fur- don't think I do. That was what I wanted to put. That was the I that was what I had as yeah. a description. But I figured that was too on the nose. But I had it. Like that was one of like the working things of like descriptions. Like that was the one that I had there was coming yeah. of age. But I feel like that ruined it because one, uh, I don't want to get too far into that. That may or may not happen. And two, those people aren't going to fucking download that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very, very mad that I couldn't make it free. I even went as far as like emailing Amazon and being like, what are you doing? But then they explained like, we have to cover the cost to host it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's okay. That's fair. Yeah. Because yeah. they said the explanation was it's, it's easier for them to just charge me and then take a percentage of that than for them to expect me to like pay a monthly hosting fee. And I was like, okay, that's fair. So yeah. I pay when it gets, I, I, I get us, I, send them a very large chunk of whatever people spend goes to them. So just please know that, that of that uh, full, 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 full transparency of the 99 cents you get charged, I get about 15 cents of that. Nice. Oh, so don't, don't, I mean, it's not, not doing it to make money, just doing it as a, as a creative endeavor that does seem to be going well. So thank you. Thank you. Are you thinking about retiring yet? No, uh, but I will. Have have uh, you gotten a few, a few, Bytes? Um, what do you mean bytes? I mean, have you gotten a few downloads? Um, are you asking me whether or not it was on the top 20 of 15-minute humor essays? Yeah. Because it was. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's a very specific list. It's not there anymore, but I checked it one time. Just like I pulled it up just to see it, and it said uh, top selling, and I was like, what? So I clicked it, and it took me to another list, and it was number 18. Listen to how specific this list is. <laughs> number 15 or number 18 on the 15 minute or less humor reads it was number 18 uh, it took me 16 minutes to read <laughs> so i'm gonna write a letter you should file a claim I, uh, alex was very funny he sent me a message that he was very upset that there wasn't uh, uh 3d text enabled <laughs> i was What's like that? i don't even apparently it was a setting that i clicked no 
So when he opened it up, the description said that there wasn't 3D text enabled. I don't even know what that is. Me either, but I'm going to enable it next time. And I jokingly told him that I'm the next the next thing I'm writing is going to be solely in VR. So get ready for that. <laughs> it sounds yeah, it awesome. Was, it was like number 18 on the list. Uh, the stuff in front of it was kind of like weird shit. The stuff in front of it was like a, a, a Mario Maker. <laughs> it's like uh, a Mario Maker fan fiction. And then like the number one is the number one uh, thing on that list was like, what's your cat doing when you're gone? <laughs> and I was like, that checks out. That makes sense. If I'm going to get beat by something, I want to get beat by something like that. But uh, it was good. Not, I, I really appreciate it, man. I, I really, really appreciate it. It's been, um, it's been weird. I felt weird talking about it. I felt weird doing it. But, yeah. Well, it's uh, personal, right? I mean, it, it is and it isn't. I have to legally say that it's for humor in the event that, certain parties want to come at me and say, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, I actually talked to a legal person. Uh, Did you? Yeah, to be like, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Should I be worried about anything? And they were just kind of like, uh, stress that it's humorous um, and don't mention any names. So I was like, all right. Because that way, if, if anyone involved is like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? They can't, I can just be like, what are you talking about? That is fiction. That is a work of fiction. That is yeah. not. Maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. It did. Or did it <laughs> like, yeah. So th- I, I appreciate that, man. I, I really, really do. And that wasn't me grasping it that that's not why I brought that up. Yeah. But it was, it was good. I was, I was really impressed. Oh, well, thank you. Um, keep in mind that it's, it's really only 13 pages long and it's about a bad sexual experience. So it's not like we're doing high art. I'm not doing what fucking, uh, Drew's fucking doing putting out like 600 page novels every nine months like it's nothing like that have you like, read his stuff I I, re- I feel so bad saying this I bought I bought it I bought it because I wanted to support my friend uh, I haven't read it do you know but, what it's about um I, I haven't either I'm, I'm, he had one about a, a, a mur- he had like a murder mystery one dude he's written so much shit really yeah like so if you guys are into this like A.S. Coomer, uh, Andrew, is a very good friend of Nick and I's from back in the day who I hadn't spoken to in a while. And then he showed up one day at the shop and we were all hanging out. And he was uh, talking about how he was working on some stuff. And, you know, he was working on getting some stuff published. And we're all like, oh, that's rad. And then, like, within the year, there were, like, four or five different, like, full-on novels and, like, books of, like, poetry and, like, short stories and, like, writings that he had done that, like, started popping up. And, like, he's, like, actually, like, with a legit publisher, has, like, physical copies of his shit out there. It's in like libraries, like dude's killing it. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It, and I, and it's just kind of like, I was thinking about, I was like, you know, that's, that's really inspiring for me. And I hope that he knows that like the work that he's been doing has made me want to do it. Um, it's just interesting that it's just like the, the topics are so vastly different. <laughs> he's <laughs> writing these like long novels and I'm like, y'all ever get your dick suck, but only kind of like that's, it's so fucking stupid. Like it's, I was, I was scared to talk stuff. to Emily about it. Like I was scared to tell Emily that I put it out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it, you know, not, not what I wasn't saying was like the, the story is necessarily personal, but your writing is personal, you know, even if it's funny. I mean, it's like, um, you know, it's like, like music or uh, art or, you know, any other, you know, any, any kind of art. But those are like collections, right? Like music is like, I'm part of a thing. Like there's other people involved. What's that? Like when you do music, there's a band. Like you're just a part in that. Yeah. So I was never really like worried. It's like, like, all right, well, if you don't like the vocals, that's not on me, but the music rips. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
But like with this, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I just did it and met me a really fun photo. I hope no one thinks I'm a dunce cap. <laughs> there's no guitar to hide behind, right? Exactly. I mean, there's, there's, seriously, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, that's a very good way of putting it. Like, why this was so hard for me is like, there isn't, there was nothing for me to be like, yep, it's just, here you go. <laughs> you guys want to, I kind of told the story a few times, like there's some shit I left out and maybe some things I added for humor or did I, because they might have happened or did they? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? I do. They did. But did they? Really? <laughs> Who knows? I do. It did. Maybe. Like, dude, that conversation with that, with that guy, with him explaining to me, like, how bad it could get if, like, I use names. Yeah. Like, he was, I was like, what if I don't, what if I don't sell you? It doesn't fucking matter, man. Because I'm going to go after you like a defamation. Of, they were like, you go after you like defamation of character, li- like, libel. He's like, you can't mention anyone's name. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. But like, there's, cause I, the initial thing, there was like nine or 10 jokes based solely on two of the people in, in the story's names that were so good. That were so good that I had to like take out. Cause I was like, I had to kill your children. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I had to be like, well, okay. What's, what's more important, like getting these fucking laughs or like making sure that if people, I don't get fucking sued for talking about a, 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 a sexual thing. Talking about other people's weenies. Yeah. Their weenies and their butts. Emily won't read it. She won't? No. And I, I asked her, I asked I her, I was like, is it because that. you don't like the idea of uh, your boy out there getting his without you? And she went, no, I just don't need to hear it. I was like, I just, I've heard the story. And I was like, well, fucking fine, whatever. <laughs> I guess I got to have a new 15 for you, you bitch. Like, I guess I got to <laughs> work on something else. Dude, are you doing anything creative? Because like, I get bummed out when like my friends who like either had ton who did tons of art or like played music don't do anything anymore. And I don't mean to like put you on the spot, but like, cause you played guitar for as long, if not longer in a band than I did. Mm. Um, I have been learning piano and uh, I'm actually not bad. Um, so that's not a samples on those huh? songs those aren't samples uh <clears throat> i think one of them i used the the loop from the thing but um no I'm, i mean i'm not great or anything but i'm pretty okay uh so i've been doing that and i've been trying to record some music um are you doing all of it like vocals and everything yeah but i, I just can't really pick a style and i hate my voice everybody does Everybody hates my voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant, but I'm glad you took it there. I can't sing. I always thought I could sing well. We always hollered. We never sang in any of the bands we ever in. Yeah, that's Nick, true. I can. I just won't. But you can't holler over piano. Well, it's also like, I can sing. I can carry a tune. I've done it in like other bands before. Like, I can do it. It's yeah. just not fun to me. It's not as fun to like yelling is so much more fun and rewarding than being like, but I can fake, I can opera sing. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's funny. It's just cause your voice is so fucking low. Yeah. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> Ew. That sounded like a, if a, if someone asked a bullfrog, do you live on a lily pad? In a world. Ugh. Ugh. That is solid. By time. I hate this. One I, man. Ugh. Do you get put off when you the post office? <laughs> Do what? Do you get put off when you hear a voice come out of someone that you're like, I didn't expect that? Uh, I mean, I see myself in the mirror every day. 
Okay. The reason I ask you that is me and Emily I hear watched myself that. sounding like Tony Robbins. Maybe this is funny. <laughs> Try this one on for size. Have you watched the Alone in the Dark documentary on the Golden State Killer and the book about it and the writer and all Pat Oswald's first wife and all that stuff? Have you watched no. it? No. Okay. It's very, I don't like crime dramas. I don't like murder rape stuff. I do not like it because I'm just like, there's so much of it. I don't need it. My thing is like, we have enough of it. It's how I feel about porn. There's too much. Yeah, rape, We're good. rape, rape is no good for me. Well, also like- I can do the murder stuff. But I don't want to make rape about me, but me uh, my mom works in the sexual violence and domestic violence field. So like that stuff's always been around. Do you want to clarify what she does? She is a rapist. Um, (laughs) (laughs) my mom is a my mom is a rape and domestic violence counselor so like she'll go to court with with so the so people so say a a single woman is 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 assaulted and then has to go to court she goes with the with those people offers and therapy services they have they have a place where they can stay like she offers those services so that, so that you're not by, so you're not alone, right? Like that's her whole deal. That's what she does. Um, she's incredible at it. She's done it for so long. Like it's a job that I couldn't imagine doing. So like that, that kind of stuff's always been around. And like, she's always informed me of like ways that I could make sure that I don't ever not, you get what I'm saying? Like there's- Yeah, across the line. We, my you family sure had conversations- knew where the boundaries were. I grew up in a house predominantly with women. My family had conversations about this stuff in a way that I don't think most people did. Um, and like we were aware, I was aware of cases and instances about this kind of stuff that probably most people weren't prior to like Netflix. Right. Right. So I've always been like, I don't, I don't want any more of it. It's, it's, I've, I've had, there's just always been a thing. It's like, oh, it's just so much rape. Got buckets of rape. I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> so we're, so the show is about the, the, the golden state killer rapist guy. Um, and a huge part of the show is, they interview the women who were the victims of oh, him, of, of him. And, and it's done. Here's the thing is like, it's done in a way that is very interesting. And like, I enjoyed it. And I typically despise that kind of shit. Um, but what I thought was interesting is this isn't a spoiler cause it's a fucking criminal case is that at the end of it, all the, all the, all, not all, but a large majority of the women who were, who were raped by this guy are at a, are at, a at a party. Cause they're all like, they've formed a support group of sorts. And one of the people in this support group is a social worker who assisted the woman who wrote the Sarah McNamara, who wrote the book. I think that's her name. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. One of the, she's a social worker. She is what's called a citizen detective who assisted her with helping find information on the case and help police track this guy down, this kind of stuff. So she was, she was not assaulted by this person. But she had, she had a history where she was assaulted by someone else. That's what kind of drew her to the case, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, maybe this, this is... Pat Oswalt's maybe... late wife. Uh, no, no. Another a woman who assisted Pat Oswalt's late wife. Oh, okay. Um, so she's a social worker who assisted Pat Oswalt's late, uh, late wife with writing the book. And she also assisted with bringing all these, the victims together as like a support group. So they're having like a cookout of sorts. Maybe this is funny. Maybe this isn't. But women be catty, right? Sure. And I asked Emily, do you think that the women who were there, who were victims, look at this social worker lady who's also at this party like, but like, you don't really need to be here. <laughs> you ain't like, one of us. Do you, like, yeah, like, I was like, do you think there's this weird thing of like, why is she here? Like, like what is she doing here? 
Probably. Okay. Maybe. That's funny. But she helped she helped bring them together, right? I mean, I guess. To form yeah. the support group. That's the understanding of it. But you haven't seen it? No. No, should- man. I, I like some true crime stuff, some, but the the sexual assault stuff really <laughs> ruins my day. Here here's what's very interesting about this and why I liked it, is they do a very interesting thing on following um the writer Pat Oswalt's late wife I think just call her Miss McNamara at this point um they do a great job of chronicling chronicling the toll that it played on her of doing all this research so it kind of like delved into like the psyche of like how doing how getting this far down the rabbit hole can affect a human being Mm-hmm. And you don't really see that take a lot. Like not you, you see it like with cops are like, I've been doing this for 40 years. You know what I mean? Like they're all grizzled yeah. and like shitty, but like it was very interesting. Getting too old for this sound that's coming out of this pipe. Right, <laughs> right. But like, to me, it was very interesting because what we've always talked about is like, we don't have a way yet to show how the rate at which people our age and our generation absorb information, what effects that has on the brain long-term no, it's a crazy experiment. Right. And this is the, and like, even though that like this, even though like this wasn't a study of that, it, it showed light and like kind of examined in a way how you can, what it can do to someone, someone's well being if they're so involved in something, especially if it's something that involves like the internet and like looking up shit and like researching things. I'd never seen that before. So it's interesting to me. It's like, I think it's worth a watch if only as a, I don't want to say character study, but like a, an interesting observation on what could happen to some, to, to what can happen to someone who gets so, like blinders, just straight up fucking blinders. And not be good for you. No, I don't no. think anyone would argue that this. Right. But you never got to see it like kind of happen in pseudo real time. Like you do with this. Yeah. So I, I'm saying like, even if like, I would watch it for that. Like if I knew that that was a big thing about it, I would have watched that way more. I would have been way more into watching it instead of being like, Hey, let's check this out and see if we like it. That's why I've started, started to pull myself out of that stuff. Um, like, like the news and, um, cause I don't think it's good for my mental health. I, I, my, Oh my God, Nick, can I interrupt you for a breakthrough? Sanity is kind of fragile. Yeah. I realized that I have fallen in late. I never got involved in this kind of shit ever. Fallen in what? I've never fallen into reading the news and being up to speed on shit. I've never done that before. So it's all, holy fuck, Nick, you just helped me realize my problem. I did it. I let myself fall in. Oh, fuck, Nick, you figured it out. This is what this whole episode has been about. It took, us 100, it took us 102 minutes, but we did it. Holy shit. Holy, I'm late to the game. That's why I don't understand this. Because the people I'm upset with have been doing this for years. I'm new to this. I'm new to being, I'm new to it. Fuck. Fuck. I haven't, fuck. I'm so mad, but I'm also so happy because now I can just turn it off. Now that I know what it is, I can turn yeah, it off. Just turn it off. This isn't a bit, people. Like, this isn't me being like, this wasn't a long con. Like, this is why I wanted to talk to you about this. Because you've <laughs> always been good at being like, yeah, but like, you sound dumb as hell. <laughs> you always, fuck, Nick, you figured it out. 
I'm not, my brain's not built for this. I'm not one of the people who can do this. That's why I'm having such an issue with it. Yeah. It's important for some people to do, but it can't be me. I can't do it. Yeah. I got to turn it off. I got, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. That's why none of this made sense to me. Cause I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't, I've never been, I haven't grown up in this. So that's why everything seems so bonkers to me because I've always had such an outsider perspective. And now that I'm into it, I don't know how to handle it. Cause I shouldn't be here. <laughs> oh nick i feel so good we're good i'm glad fuck i'm sorry i interrupted you huh i interrupted and i made it about me and i apologize for that what was i gonna say i don't remember okay that's I good wanted, okay I'm so i was listening, listening i was listening back to an episode of the show mm-hmm. allow me to make this about me even more and i apologize um, and I was talking to my therapist about how what I've realized is through the show is I have a tendency to not intentionally because I hate one uppers, but I haven't, I, I sometimes find myself when I feel like I'm contributing to a conversation, what I'm doing is, is I'm somehow without meaning to dominating it. And I found that very upsetting because I'm like, no, no, I want everybody to be funny. I want everybody to have their say. I want, every, I want to hear all the points of views. And I, I'm going to do a better job. This is my promise to you and Tristan of, of being more aware of when maybe I'm dominating the conversation. Like I feel like this whole episode I've been like without meaning to because it's not been the intention. Mm-hmm. It's just been like, let me spew my shit. So I wanted to like say like I, through therapy, I realized that like, just, I, I may see, I may feel like I'm contributing, but I may be inadvertently dominating just because I get so excited about what's being talked about. That I'm like, yeah, let's, let's talk about it, but I yeah. don't give other people a chance to. Well, I think it's good that you recognize that. I don't, I've not really seen it as a problem. Okay. But uh, I think it's good that you recognize that. Yeah. And then I told her to shove mine her own business. <laughs> Do you have, do you have walls with your therapist? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Some. I refuse to talk to my therapist about my dad. Yeah. You've told me that before. Yeah. Cause I think it's too easy and they get really there, mad at that. There, well, there's for me, it's not, it's not something where he's like, he's like, where I'm like, no, we're not discussing this. Uh, right. but there, they're just some things I guess that have never really come up or are not really of interest to me. Right. Okay. Cause I think that's where I'm at with, with the bad thing is I'm like, it's not interested in it. I know where it's at. He wasn't great and it bummed me out. And a lot of my stuff is because of that. I want to talk about what I can do better now. Well, yeah, that's, that's like what my therapist does. Like I told you DBT, it's about, it's not about going back and trying to like fix anything. It's about dealing with the symptoms. Mm-hmm managing them or coping or whatever they don't like the word manage why because it sounds like you're trying to like control and if you try to control them then it's going to make them worse so they wanted to like you know like that don't think about a pink elephant thing what you heard that before no uh don't think about a pink elephant I'm what are you about thinking the, about? The pink elephant. Yeah. Specifically the one in Guthrie, Tennessee that I drove by all the time. 
So, so it's like that. If you try and like, I'm going to control my thoughts and I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to let this happen. It's just going to make it worse. So it's like someone being like, don't look at her tits. Yeah. Fuck. What are you thinking about right now? But, do what? It's like, don't look at her tits. What are you thinking about right now? Pink elephant, t- pink elephant tits. <laughs> pink elephant tits. Yeah. But if you think like, okay, you know what? She's got tits and uh, that's okay. And if I think about them, that's all right. Like, you're like, it's okay. She has tits. That's fine. I'm, it's good that she has them. <laughs> I'm she, proud of her. She's allowed to have tits. She's allowed to have tits. Anyone allowed to, is allowed to have tits. Can we name the episode? She's allowed to have tits. Yes. No, no, we can't, but we can't name it. We can't, but we can name it. She's allowed to, and that'll make people, that'll put some people like, Oh, what the fuck are these guys? What about, I like gay on paper. Gay on paper won't work. We can call Why? it. On paper. Cause you can't put that thing is like, Okay. We can't, we can't call gay on paper. It just seems problematic. And I hate that word, but it just seems problematic to call the episode gay on paper. None of our listeners are gay. It's not anything. Were you about to say none of our listeners are gay? Because I was like, that's false. (laughs) There's nothing. It's it's not, there's nothing disparaging about the (sighs) community. It was just us trying to understand, you know, the times in which we live and how transgender sexuality works it's all not right. it wasn't a judgment or anything okay. bad all right i'll call it gay. i'll call the episode gay on paper <laughs> i'll do it i don't give a shit i mean i do i, I want to voice my i think it's a bad idea Again, <laughs> i'm not here to dominate the conversation i'm here to contribute and if you if you are more capable of walking back gay on paper than i am because i'll just go shut up you're being a baby and then you will actually like explain it so do you think do you think anyone who is who is trans or gay would listen to this and be upset by it? I anyone fucking, who's reasonable. I would fucking hope not, man. I would yeah. fucking hope not. We're just trying to understand their struggle and also how uh sexuality works after you 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 transition to the gender of which you feel you've always been. Right. Cause it's an interesting question for people who don't know about that kind of thing. And I, I think that they would be okay with that. And yeah, if just, they are offended by us saying that if you, <laughs> if, if you had a sexual relationship with someone who transitioned F to M that you were only gay on paper, <laughs> then they are dead inside because that is funny. <laughs> So I, I, I'm with you. I just think I, I am interested and I think it's an interesting <laughs> concept. I don't want to say practice. That's real. I don't say concept. That's real. I just think it's an interesting, it's an, to me, it is interesting trying to get rid of all the qualifiers. To me, it is interesting if a female transitions to a male mm-hmm. and then wants to bang dudes. If a, that's interesting to me. I have to think about it. Say it again. It's interesting to me if uh-huh. if you are born a female and you transition to a male uh-huh. and then you have romantic relations and you're sexually attracted to just men. That is interesting to me. It is interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It's not hard for Couldn't you just get understand. a strap on? Why'd you have to go get a real one? But it is interesting. <laughs> Say that again. Because you could have just got a strap on. You didn't have to spend all that money and get a real one. But I think 
for for that's a joke fucking please not it's a joke i wasn't being serious it's a joke this is a comedy podcast yeah i think for those people and i'm just guessing i think that for them probably gender and sexual orientation are two different things just like in the same way maybe somebody could feel like they're a different gender but feel asexual you know okay no that's right that doesn't make sense god you're so much smarter than me and like that's not disparaging (laughs) or like shitty thing to say like I need to tell you, like, I'm trying to show my friends that I appreciate them. You're, you're one of the people in my life who I appreciate they stuck it out with me. And I can always trust to come to you for like an insightful take to where you're not going to call me uh, a disparaging homosexual slur like some of my friends, some of my other older <laughs> friends. Call you the F word? Yeah, who I love to death, but I know that if I was like, hey, do you guys ever have a feeling? They'd be like, no, because those are gay. And we don't have those. And you should stop having those too, because that makes you gay. And I'm like, okay, well, I love you guys because we've been friends for so long. But sometimes I think it's weird that I say things and you bum me out and I can't say that. Or you guys are going to call me a gay person. <laughs> Turn into a nine-year-old. And I have to talk to my friends about my oldest friends. When I have to talk about my shop friends or my friends from Clarksville about feelings, I have to go, oh, well, you know, sometimes guys... I gotta put on a kid voice because I feel like that. I appreciate that. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, man, because we've been doing this almost two hours. I feel so much better. Yeah, this is a good episode. This is good for me. I'm gonna we're gonna call this episode "Gay on Paper." <laughs> paper. And the description is seriously dumb. This episode is serious and then very dumb. <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna let you go. Dude, seriously, thank you for doing this today. I needed it. I greatly appreciate you as a friend. I value you. I love you. And and if I if I became, I want you to know this. If I became a woman, yeah, I wouldn't let you have it (laughs) because I would be into women, which is another flip. Which is another flip of I think that if you're a man and you transition to a woman, then you want to date only women. Just don't I don't understand, I don't understand it. If we have any, I just I want mean, you to know that I would try to get at it, and I would let you know that I would be like no, just to spite you, just because of how cool I know it is, and you don't deserve it. That's all. <laughs> if we have any transgender listeners who don't necessarily have to be on the show, but want to send us an email and just explain it, and don't even want us to read it on the show, that would be much appreciated. Because yeah, we're just two straightish white dudes who have perspective on a lot of things, but I don't think I have, I don't have any perspective on this really. I, Emily's friend is the first openly transgender person I've encountered. I refuse to believe that it's the only transgender person I've encountered, but she's the only, but he is the only one who like, I've been a part of their life during this. And I have so many questions that I don't think I'm articulate enough to ask without sounding like I'm making a joke or being mean about it. (laughs) And Emily doesn't care. So I can't ask her to ask him for me. Yeah but I would say that a small part of me is just kind of like, they get along really well and they're really good friends. Uh, if he becomes a guy and they start, am I worried? Should I be worried about something? I've had to have that conversation with her. And like, she gets so <laughs> fucking mad at me. She's so <laughs> mad at me. She gets so mad at me. She goes, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, look, the math adds up. She goes, what are you fucking talking about the math? I was just kind of like, look, if a guy has a girlfriend and the girl cheats on the guy with a guy. The guy gets real mad. He gets mad. He's mad as fuck. And if a guy has a girlfriend and she cheats on him with a girl, the guy is still mad, but he kind of gets it. Because who, and then there's also that weird self, there's a weird self-confidence thing. I'm just kind of like, there's no way I'm, I'm as good at whatever happened to her as she was. There's no fucking way. So every time, 
if, if things work out and those people decide to stay together and you get, and you, you stay with the girl who cheated on you with a girl in the back of your mind, anytime you're down there doing mouth stuff, you're like, what am I even doing? This is, I'm wasting her time. This isn't going to be as good. So I had to explain to her, I was like, so what I'm afraid of is not that like, I, I hope it never, I hope nothing ever happens. I hope I have no reason to worry, but say something does happen. They got, they've done both. They've done both sides. They got more experience than me. They're going, they're probably going to be better at it than I am because they're going to know what to do more than I do and then have the equipment that I have. So it's just like, it's a non-compete. There's no coming back for that. It'll always be, it'll always be terrible with me. I don't know that it's not terrible with me now. Those are the things I think about Nick. It's reasonable. And I can't, I can't like go up to, to this it's dude. It's okay to have that fear, I think. But I can't, it's, it's not, not fear. I think it is. I think it's just insecurity. And I can't it's walk okay up to this dude and be like, fear. hey man, not your man. Don't try to fuck my girl dog. Like I can't do that. Cause like <laughs> that would be so shitty. I should probably just challenge you to an arm wrestling contest and display my dominance in small ways like that and do what you should do to other men and break them. It makes me think of that old joke. Um, there were two, two people, they were celebrating their, uh, two old, an old couple, they were celebrating their 40th wedding anniversary. And she looks over at her husband and she punches him in the arm. He goes, what the hell is that for? And she says, for 40 years of bad sex. <laughs> he thinks about it for a little bit. He looks over and he punches her in the arm. She goes, what the hell was that for? He said, that's for knowing the difference. That is the greatest joke. It's a pretty good joke. You know? Such a funny fucking joke. <laughs> oh my God. That is so funny. How long have you known that joke and not shared it with you? I'm very upset with you. <laughs> it's an old street joke. It's uh, Fuck. I think the first time I heard it was on uh, Prairie Home Companion. Oh God. Rhubarb pie. I'm a sexual predator. Rub a dub dub. Is that guy's legacy tainted? Yeah. For rubbing his crotch on chicks' butts? No. Mayor. What is it? Captain Ham. Reverend Ham in the rub a dub dub rhubarb pie. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name? Oh, dude, do you listen? I know you probably don't because it's a Patreon only show. Are you familiar with Beach Cops, the podcast at all? No. Those dudes hate Garrison Keillor. I hate love him. Garrison Keillor hate so him. much. I don't think hate him. Did. They went to they went to uh they they went to like him speaking at like some like thing outside in L.A. and like yeah. heckled him the whole time. Like fucking hate him. Come on, he's awesome. Not him, but like the people. Like they went and were just yeah. they went in like full. They went in like white suits. They got all dressed up and went and like just got tanked. Um, Tom Papa does the show now that replaces him. I replaced it called really? Live from here that it's guy? funny huh tom papas the comedian yeah really? i love tom papa do you like tom papa i'm familiar with his work i'm just surprised that someone would want to step in and continue that it sounds so boring well he doesn't he doesn't host it he does a uh, a segment where he's like a a news reporter uh interviewing people about like it's intentionally boring it's uh Dude, it's it's life from here is good, but I I loved Prairie Home Companion. I'm gonna I'm gonna share something with you. I'm gonna send you like a link to it. There's a podcast called Welcome to Sunnyvale. Yeah, that is. Do you, are you familiar with it? Yeah. Okay, I just got into it. That's the the like the spooky town, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's yeah, really 
it's right. really, really fucking good. I, I've, yeah. I bought the book that is like the transcripts of all the stuff because I think that reading it is more interesting than listening to it. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, Tom, Tom Papa's segment is a little like that. Okay. 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 I'm really into that. So if you need a new podcast, listen to that one. Not, not Prairie Hunger Pain. Rub-a-dub-dub. Rhubarb pie. Reverend Ham. <laughs> hey, that reminds me. Do you, you got a couple minutes or you got to run? Oh, man, you're good. I got about five more minutes. All right. So last night, uh, I'm, I don't know if I should tell you this. Well, you've already started, so we can stop right now or you can tell me. All right. So last night, Tressa and I went to every grocery store in Bowling Green, almost every grocery store, and we bought every kind of apple that they make, that they sell right now. Okay. And uh, we were in search of an apple or a combination of apples that match the description of a Newtown Pippin. Okay. And uh, I'll tell you why in a second. So what we did was we cut up the apples, um, but we had them numbered. So we didn't know what the name was. So there was no bias. Okay. And then we rated each apple zero to three on a few different criteria. Okay. Like how aromatic it was, crunch, uh, sweet, tart. Um, there are a few different things. We had, we had uh, 11 different apples. And then we developed a combination that met the description of a Newtown Pippin. What is, what is that? What is, I need you to tell me, because I'm thinking of a geographical location. Am I wrong? Yeah, new, it's uh, it's uh, an American uh, strain. Oh, okay. So Newtown oh. Pippin is a type of apple. Type of apple, yeah. Okay. What you were saying is I thought that you were trying to find an apple that matched a description described by the town of New by the town of Pippin, and I was just kind of like, I'm lost, but okay, okay, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't know <laughs> like what the town smells like. Yeah, dude, I didn't know what it was. I had no fucking clue. I thought maybe you had like a book about a town called Pippin and they talked about their apples so much. Nick had a schizophrenic break. No, like I thought that there was a book you got that mentioned a town called Pippin and they talked about how their apples tasted and you wanted to find an apple that tasted like that apple, knowing you'd never get an apple that tasted like the, the town. That's what I thought. No, no, no. New, Newtown Pippins. You're smarter grow. than me. So that's why you didn't think that. <laughs> they grow in, uh, you, you pick them in November and then you can't eat them until after... December and they're hard to find. But the question you might be asking is why a Newtown Pippin, right? A lot. Okay. One of them, but okay. So, I had a couple so of questions that we'll get to when we're done. Before, before I finish explaining, do you, do you want to ask, go ahead and ask your questions. Okay. First question. Um, I mean, I'm just going to throw why out the window. Just that's not, that's not important. We'll get I'm not there. worried about that. I'm not going to worry about why. I'm going to worry about why. Second <laughs> question. I don't want to count other people's money. Not up to me how much time or how much the, the fuel efficiency, the gas mods. This is that part. The money that it takes to do this, I don't count other people's dollars. Not out of the window. Out of the window. As someone who does, uh, I'm, I'm making lots of salsa, homemade salsa. So I'm doing a similar thing with tomatoes, but just because, not yeah. because I heard about a special tomato from, uh, from Tomatoville that I need to be like, I got to have it. So throwing that out the window. Not my question. Uh, an actual question I want to ask you is, did you do this during the day? 
Uh, no, we did. Well, yeah, afternoon and evening. It took a while. Okay. Were the windows open? No. So there was no light getting in? Uh, well, there was, there was, well, did you, you have know, the lights? Did you have to turn the lights on in the, in the kitchen? Yeah. Okay, cool. See, that part's interesting yeah. because this, this well, we actually filmed it. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, great. So, so, but there were, but you had to turn lights on in your yeah. area that you were doing this. Yeah. That's the part that I have questions about because this is the whitest thing I've ever heard. And it's so <laughs> white that I don't know that you necessarily needed light. Cause I think that even in the <laughs> pitch black cake, darkness, you two would have been able to see each other as two figures standing in the kitchen, taste testing uh, dark orbs. So my question is, why do you have the lights on? <laughs> Fucking Elmer's glue humans. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, I love you to death. This is, this, this, this is like, I've, I, I live in Alabama. I've heard, I've seen. I've even accidentally participated in some of the whitest things that have ever existed. <laughs> this apple picking taste contest you guys had. I'll tell you what, the title gay on paper, people are going to miss out on this. They're like, that's too much for me. They're going to miss out on this. <laughs> so that's my, my, my questions are asked. The floor is yours, Apple man. <laughs> so I was, I was thinking about what we filmed of it. We could, uh, we could possibly uh, edit some of it and put it on the show. The the audio out of the video. Yeah, Tristan would have to do it because he knows how. But I am fucking. There is nothing I want more. <laughs> audio description of a video of you and your wife eating apples. There's to me because here's the thing, Nick. There is a there is a two hour episode of this show where you audibly describe a visual slideshow for two hours <laughs> and i still after listening to it here and there throughout the years have been i've been unable to decipher whether it is the funniest thing i've ever done <laughs> letting you talk me through a slideshow for two hours is what it was it i don't remember this it was from your trip from the azores so <laughs> yeah. it's i can't i i still because people like i don't think you understand that is the most popular show of all of these. That is the most popular really? episode. That is the one that people go back and listen to because like me, they cannot decide, is this the funniest thing I've ever listened to? Or is this the meanest thing another human being has done to another human being? Where they've made them describe multiple pictures and videos to an audience who will never see that stuff. So like, I am always game for you to audibly describe something visual that no one will ever see. <laughs> I love the idea of it because it makes me as a quote unquote artist question, is this the funniest thing? Is this art? Meanest thing. Because you will be, you have an incredible, you do an incredible job of describing things that you are looking at and people can see them in their head, but they don't know what you look like. They don't know what these people look like. So they're visual, no matter how descriptive you are, the vision in their head is fucking wrong. And that is so funny. <laughs> like, it's so fucking funny. It's like you, you think listeners, you think you have an idea of what Nick looks like in a kitchen, eating an apple and talking about it. You're fucking wrong. You have no idea. Unless it's Saturday and someone and Nick picks out what shirt you're wearing. 
All right. So I'm sorry. Sorry. So you, you, yes. If you long, 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 short answer to a long question. Yeah. I would absolutely love to have that audio. <laughs> so to answer your, your question, the obvious question, why, why did we want to find a combination of apples? That have you ever had this apple before? Like a Newtown Pippin? No, they're, they're kind of hard to find. They're russeted. And so it's not a beautiful apple. I don't know what that word means. Have you ever had an apple in like the, the just stop your sentence right there. The answer is yes. <laughs> the top of it is like kind of brown and uh, like kind of a matte finish. Oh, you know, oh, have I ever had a rotten apple? No, there's no one no, showing rotten. up trying to lock me away in a castle, put me to sleep <laughs> for forever. No, I've never had. <laughs> That's called russeting and it's just not a pretty apple, but, you but it's supposed to taste really good. Is that like when you eat like a banana that's just about like, it looks gross on the outside, but if you crack it open, it's ripe. Like you're supposed to wait for them to kind of be brown and gross. No, it's just how it looks. Okay. It's just a visual thing. So, so we rated those and then we baked all of them and then did it again. Okay. To try and get something that matched the description of the Newtown Pippin um, with the, in, with the, the, the intention of cooking um, what's called a what's called a pandowdy. I'm not laughing. I'm intrigued. Which is a dessert. Which was the favorite dessert of Abigail Adams. Who who is? Just John Adams' wife. Okay. She liked it with a Newtown Pippin. Yep, but we couldn't find a Newtown Pippin, so we did it this way. Okay, when you get to your intention, to me, the intention of this is no different than when someone goes to say Universal Studios, right, and <laughs> they have butter beer. It's a thing that exists in the books. Yeah, it exists in real life, and you have it, and that's the only place you can really get it from. Like you get, but you can find your knockoff recipes, right? So yeah. the intention to me is no different than that, right? Yeah. But where it gets a little bit off the trail. The vehicle we took? No, no, no. Is that butterbeer doesn't exist in, doesn't exist. Like you have to, like they made it into existence. So it's easier to create that because it's a thing that the ingredients already exist, right? Right. You, You went out and found, tried to find something that tasted like something that already exists. That's what I'm confused on. It's just like, well, because it was because to it, me, it's like what you did. And, and correct me if this is an oversimplification, which it probably is, is you went to Olive Garden and you loved Olive Garden's lasagna. So what you did is you went to a bunch of different grocery stores <laughs> and got a bunch of different kinds of freezer lasagna. And we're just like, well, this won't do. The Stouffer's isn't the same, but, but like, so I guess, I guess what, I, I guess the, I guess the, the question everyone is screaming into their phones or cars right now is why didn't you just get the fucking Pippin apple and <laughs> order fruit? Like, why didn't you just get that? Cause it's not available. It's seasonal. Right. The but Newtown Pippin is seasonal. Right. But so my question I was is, on a timeline. I wanted to have it so now. Set on getting this authentic thing, you have to have, I don't mean to 
springs crashing down around you, you have to be aware of the fact that no matter how close you get, it won't be that thing, right? Like it won't be that thing. Yes. So that's so why. Why did you do it? If it's not going mean, to be the real thing. Because we try to approximate it. But you don't know what the real one tastes like, do you? They're, well, based on descriptions. So you tried to comprehend the oral, the oral experience uh-huh. of something you had read about. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Is this what you spent four hours doing? Yes. The only so the How very many different kinds of apples. I mean, that's there's probably thousands of apples. This was time sensitive. I needed the Pandowdy. There's a if Tristan was here, he would be making the pun of puns. He would have found a way to make it. He would have said something like, "Let me attempt." Howdy, howdy, rowdy, Pandowdy. Let me let me attempt this. He would have been like, "Uh." Ah, oh, man, Dowdy tasted like the real thing. <laughs> like he, his would have been better. That's a sad attempt. That's my best attempt. That's his worst attempt. So I, I just four hours collecting apples. How once you got I'm stupid the, now when you say it like that? No, my question is once you took that apple off the the shelf because they're all organized. I know they are. I've been to a grocery store. Mm-hmm. I have to go, I have to buy all my vegetables, fruit because my stomach's trying to kill me. Like, so the apples are all like labeled. Like this is a, uh, right. for the lack of just, it's just, just for the conversation. This is an Oakwood apple. This is a, a Cedarmont apple. This is an Appalachia yeah. apple, right? Appalachia. That's a fun thing. So you know that that's where they are. But once you take them off that shelf and you put them into a bag, how do you know which one's which? Separate bags. For each individual kind. Yeah. I also made sure that uh, they had the labels on them as well. Okay. Okay. The little sticker. Yeah. Okay. Because my other question was like, because if you just put those apples in a bag willy nilly, you still are no closer to an answer than you were when you started. <laughs> like, it's just like you got a bunch of red Skittles from different. You had you had a bag of Skittles from each different from a different store. Put them into a bowl. Picked out all the reds, and they're just like, got this one of Walgreens. No, you don't. You don't know that. Fuck you. Like, you don't know that. Like, get out of here. You don't fucking know that. You're dumb. You're no closer to the experiment than you thought you were. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's where I'm at right now with this kind of shit. (laughs) Was it fun? Yeah. Did it bring you joy? It did, yeah. Was it an experience that you and your wife can share and reflect on in a positive manner? We will always Who gives a shit at this point, man? (laughs) We talked about all the bad shit for two fucking hours. If this is how you found joy, I don't want to take that away from you. Panned outy Saturday. You call it Pandowdy on paper. Oh, I don't know how to spell it. How do you think it's spelled? No, oh, fuck you. You know, Pandowdy, B-O-R-I-N-G. That's how I spell Pandowdy. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, let me try. Pandowdy. I'm going to go the easy route. I'm going to go phonetically. It's spelled P-A- how you think it sounds. P-A-N-D-O-U-B-T-I-E? That's how I... What do you mean? How is it spelled? Is uh, it like P-A-H-N... It, no, it is P A N, but Dag. it's D O W D Y. This is where we are, Nick. We are in our 30s. 
I had a uh, existential crisis about the political climate and then realized it's because I don't know how to absorb the information like this at the rate normal people do and I'm not capable of doing it. That's what I discovered. What you discovered this weekend was that it's real hard to get the taste of book apples. So you, you learned that you don't like the news and I ate every apple. That's, that's what we learned this week. It's a good we learn. And we also learned that Tristan will bail on something if he kind of feels a way about it. <laughs> but only kind of. Oh, can we name the show kind of Pandowdy on paper to see if he gets the, see if he gets the rib? Nice. Yes. Okay. All right. That's what we'll name the show. Kind of Pandowdy on paper. Um, <laughs> all right. We're wrapping this up. This has been way, this has been way too long, but I absolutely needed this. Thank you, Nick. Same here. Thank you. Also, it feels good that, uh, you know, we don't need him. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him for kind of, you know what? He kind of felt bad uh, this week. Kind of. Fuck him. I don't mean that. I don't mean that at all. This will be the one he listens to. And then he'll be like, well, fuck me. Then I guess I don't want to fucking be there. Guess who's not getting invited to Mario Kart night anymore. All right, Nick, I'm wrapping this up, dude. Do, do the thing. Do the thing. All right. Night Riders unite and witness us. Born ugly, raised stupid. We give you permission. Ten years of casting. Dreaming about detectives. Learning about our bodies with everyone. Answering bad questions. Giving worse advice. Talking shit about shit that everyone likes. Cause we are through. Thank you.